Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Dungeons and Junkies presents our Halloween special. Hallow's End. <laughs> that's my best, my best, the um, evil laugh. Don't get any better than that, guys. Uh, I'm Matt. Welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies. This is our Halloween special. Um, it's my turn to do Halloween this year. Um, so, yeah, this is going to go one of two ways. Today's story is something of a one-shot. And the players will introduce themselves momentarily. But to set the scene before you all, it is a cloudy, dark evening. And there is a rickety pumpkin-shaped carriage making its way along a dusty path. Inside this carriage, a group of talented adventurers from different places begin to awaken. One by one, they wake up. And upon waking up, they shall each tell you who they are playing. And we're going to start with Alex. Oh, I'm not used to going first. Okay, so... Wait, in a carriage, you said? Yes, inside the carriage. I explain what it was like, why don't you wake up? Okay. So, in this carriage, waking up is a fairy about one foot eight inches tall tops they're um fairly tan skin they have um a black formal dress on with some fairly fancy boots as well as a um, like silvery black tattoo of like an unknown origin on their left arm they have um they have um like transparent silver fairy wings and long black hair that's been tied up into a bun. As they wake up, they they look around in shock, wondering what the hell's going on. And probably probably flies straight over to the first person they see and nudges them. <clears throat> and that would be Chad. The small fairy nudges what at first just appears to probably be a pile of cloth as it takes a moment for this maybe four foot five at the most at this time very craggly skin huge long white beard bushy white eyebrows but as they wake up, you see just absolute beautiful blue eyes, like staring back, still like crystal clear and like twinkling almost. As this four foot five elf kind of wakes up and looks at you, 
Oh, well, hello. Hello. What, what, what are you? What? Hey, hello. Where are we? Um, I have no idea. I'm just working it out now. I'm Sonya, by the way. Oh, he- he- hello. Um, and you see him reach out a craggly hand. And my name is Bartholomew Hector Victorious Sirius. Anthropology is my okay. game. It is an honor to meet you. Why, it's absolutely an honor to meet you. I do believe you might be a fairy, if I am not mistaken. That is correct. I come from... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I can't say that. That is information I cannot disclose. Oh, a secret. I so love hearing about other cultures and creatures and things of that nature. Uh, Bartholomew has not let go of your tiny hand at all and is still just shaking it as a way as you see this. And elves, I don't know if they really do, but just by looking at this elf, you can see that he has been around for thousands of years as... Time has, he probably once at some point was maybe six foot tall, but by this time his body has begun to shrink and recede. And though he is quite spindly, the grip you do feel is quite tight as he's shaking your hand and just smiling widely through this huge white bushy beard and mustache. Oh, I don't, I don't believe we are alone here. What, what? As Bartholomew looks around the carriage and will look to his left and sees someone. Indeed. Um, it, there is six seats on, in the carriage, three on one side, three on another. And you two on one side. Um, with one of, with, with the person who is next to Bartholomew, uh, who is Caitlin. kind of turn and then immediately have to like kind of like whoa that's a bit closer than i thought because in all of you two's yelling at each other barnum a six six foot six beefy ass half orc with muscle with honestly looks like he could strangle you with his biceps has woken up pulled out a dagger and is staring at you both like you want to kill him ah <coughs> why hello there you're a big boy, aren't you? I don't know if I should be offended. Oh, uh, no offense intended at all. I'm just merely commenting on your size. You are one amazing specimen. Okay, being called a specimen is not giving you a high ranking in my regard. Where the fuck uh, is my sister? Oh dear, I, I, I do not know, and I, I very much apologize for any offense I may have caused, I I just get a little overexcited at times, meeting new people and creatures and all the like. And none of us, either myself or Sonia, this fairy here, have any idea what we are doing here. No, it's quite the kerfuffle. And then, of course, on the, across from you, um, uh, Barnum, there is... Oh. There is. Kerry. Help. Help other person. Okay. So, watching all this absolute carnage go down, just sort of hunched up as far away from the rest of you as they can manage, is a tiefling. With dusky purple skin and possibly sticking out like a sore thumb, what can best be described as a pink, white and blue costume. 
it's... You know what, I've drawn them. I'll try and think of a description in a second. Okay. It's pink, white, and blue, and they jingle every time they move. Love oh that. my god, it's a jester. <laughs> oh yes, it is! The jester They're a jester. Yeah. The cutesy, jingly kind, not the knife hand kind. <laughs> I prefer that kind. Yeah, you know what you're getting. Oh. I mean, you've never met my tiefling, so you know what? Go swivel. what happened to clowns in my world. What do you think happens to jesters? <laughs> yes, well, some of us enjoy things. Oh, wow! Be fair, but wow. And to be fair, you've never met this tiefling. This tiefling has done nothing to you. <laughs> it is demi Yet. Right. Um. <clears throat> and then, somehow you've all failed to notice, sat next to the tiefling, is a four foot tall, sat up, very good boy, a big fuck off lion. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> and will things be normal? Um, so yeah, that is the four of you, and I, and to quote, a big fuck-off lion. Um, the inside of the carriage, um, it's, it's, it's rather quite nice, actually. It's, um, it's like velvet seats with brass studs, paper cut at the pumpkins and skulls, draping from the roof. It's quite tall, actually, has to be to accommodate the orc and the lion, let's face it. Um, in the middle... Um, there is a table, and on it is a bowl filled with and with what looks like candy. Um, there is um, also another seat in there. Um, on that seat is a young human, dressed in what looks like a a white sheet with eye holes cut out. And he looks like he's got thick manacles on his wrists. He looks quite excited. Bartholomew, ignoring the child, has made his way back across the cabin and is right staring at this lion. Oh, well, look at this! What is going on tonight? And as he says that, he will also look down and go, Oh, and what has happened to my clothes? I seem to be dressed as a potato! Well, no, 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 usually my robes are much nicer than this. Yes, I'm some sort of spud, if you would. I don't partake in cannibalism, but all right. You will fly over to um, the tiefling. Hello there. I, I, I guess you're in a situation like a lot of us. Surely. over and they poke the lion this is blitz well i'd say it's wonderful to meet you i mean obviously this is a unexpected situation but still it's lovely to meet you that that's that, that's an elven wizard and that's barfum that's yes, what so that's what yelling at each other um, could each of you do me a perception check, please? 19. 19? 31. 17. 17, lovely. 31. And 10. Okay. Um, you 
notice that if you are um, still sitting, you will notice in your lap. Um, if it's not, then it will be in the case of the fairy floating around, I sort of like tucked in a little bit of a fold. There is <clears throat> a ticket. It says, Knight of Wayward Souls, the full inclusive package, travel, food, drinks, and events. Permit one. I'll be damned. This doesn't explain why we're here. Bartholomew, you're still standing in front of the lion, will turn to the tiefling. You say this is Blitz? Yes. Where did you acquire such an amazing beast? <clears throat> well, um, I, he, he, he just kind of turned, he, he was given to me, um, There, I'm struggling over their words. It's clearly not someone who's used to actually talking to people. <clears throat> He's part of where I come from, my home. Um, what, what's a circus without lions? A circus, you say? Why, that is one of the most exciting places and things I've ever seen. everyone from. Oh, I've... Hmm. What's the best way to put this? Well, you see, I've been around for a long time, and I've kind of bipped and bopped and booped and moved around a lot, so to say where I'm actually from at this point is... I don't... I don't even know. I just kind of pop up here and there to see wild and wacky things. Bartholomew! My friend as well. Sorry, Bartholomew Hector Victoria Sirius. And I will stick out a little arm. Um, Nova. They will awkwardly shake the hands. Uh, Bartholomew once again will grip and put his other hand and begin to like violently shake your hand. A tiefling I see you are. I have not seen one of your kind in many a moon. May I ask a, a small favor? Yes. May I look at your horns, please? Nova will stare at you like you're a bit simple for a moment, but they will they'll take off the jingly long hats with the bells at the end. And Nova's horns are actually quite small, and they're swept backwards, so it makes it easy to find hats. Bartholomew will hop up onto the train carriage uh, seat so that he's actually tall enough to reach, and then immediately will... Oh, yes! So oh, these are so different than the ones I've seen before. Other tieflings I've seen have had large curved horns that went all the way up! These seem to flow back like air! Oh, yes, this is wild and interesting! Oh, um... Aerodynamic? Yes, yes, that is! Why? Your creatures, you must fly through the ground and air when you are moving quickly. In a manner of speaking. Uh, Bartholomew looking up uh, from this and now actually being able to see over the whole carriage. We'll see, once again looking at Sonia the fairy, at the giant half-orc, and now actually noticing this small ghost child. We'll go, 
Oh, where, where are my manners? I am sorry. I have been told I do this all the time. I get wrapped up in what I am doing. Um, it seems one of you have brought your child with you and manacled them for some reason. I, I do not ask, I ask questions, yes, but I do not judge, so I am just wondering, is this like a custom from one of your worlds? As Nova asks, where are you from? Hey, Willikers, mister. I sure am excited for tonight. Oh, it, it speaks. Hello there, ghost child. Hello. To which one of uh, these fine people do you belong? As Bartholomew will point. Assuming it is Barnum or Sonia's child. Oh, oh, I'm... I'm not... I was... I woke up here as well. Oh, well, um, well, that is... That is interesting. Why are you, uh, poor chance, in those manacles? Oh, it's my costume. Oh, it's a costume, you say? Are we going to a ball? Sort of. Costumes, treats, parties, drinks. What's not to about a nice wayward souls? Well, yes, I, I would love to attend. I, I do wonder why why you said wayward souls, though, uh, small child. Tonight is the night of wayward souls. I'm not dead. Oh, no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's, people get together, um, there's, a, there's a big party, we recount the stories of times gone by, and then we have lots of games and party, and then we go home in the evening. I'm going to ask a dumb question here. What realm is this, child? I, uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't fucking know? What do you mean by realm? The world? Oh, 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 the world. Um, um, I think it's... I believe my mum and dad, I believe they call it Metabelius Free. Okay, that's not where I'm from. In answer to your question, Nova. I just point Cap. I just point Cap. I take the candy from the bowl. Have you called the child Casper and had them dressed as a ghost, Matthew? I have. Barnum will not murder the child. <laughs> it starts glowing after eating the candy as well. Okay, uh, the, that, have I been hit really hard in the head, or is that child glowing? Oh, I see it as well. And Bartholomew will hop down from the carriage seat and go over to the candy bowl and begin to inspect it. Uh, the quick investigation. So just, just a biff it. That is a 25. Yeah, not perfect at all. Um, attached to the attached to it, there is a label. And the label says Nathan Pine Needles Magical Candy. Why, I do believe that your eyes do not deceive you. And it appears that we are in possession, as Bartholomew will take one of the pieces of candy out, holding it in his hand, oh, of some sort of magical candy. Okay. Cap takes another one, and the glow intensifies. 
Um, small child, will the same thing occur to me if I ingest one of these candies? Um, I don't know. Well, I guess there's only one way to find out then, huh? I, I, I guess. Bartholomew will quickly and very deftly unwrap this candy in one fast motion and pop it into his mouth. Okay, um... Roll me a... Okay, roll me a d20, please. That is a 14. 14, that tastes like whiskey. Oh, well, what a funny little burn. I feel if I have gotten a slight buzz. This is absolutely magical. Just so you yeah. know, just so you know, for the benefit of you, Chad, uh, the next time you play this character, they will have a massive hangover. <sighs> well, and Bartholomew will take out a piece and hold it out towards Nova. I do believe that we have stumbled upon something fun here. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, Peter, don't sue me. Would you like a piece there, Nova, as it were? Uh, okay. Nova will take the candy. It's been drummed into them from a young age not to take things from strangers, but this probably isn't real, right? So Nova will take the candy and eat. Okay, roll me d20. Nine. Nine? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> Taste of salmon. I must ask, what what did yours taste like? Salmon. Oh. Blitz starts nudging over like, I want salmon too. <laughs> like massive lion head. <laughs> A massive dinner plate sized paw just goes wham down on the seat. I do believe your creature would like to try some as well. This is most fascinating. Oh god. Go on, Matt, try to poison my lion. I'm not I didn't think I forgot about the lion when I writing this. Okay, fine. Um how many pieces are you taking for the lion? I have one. Okay. Roll d20 for him. Blitz goes. <laughs> yeah, 11. Oh god, how have you killed my lion? I don't think he's. Okay! Anyway. No, okay, 11. Pepper. Yeah. Taste of pepper, as in the stuff you put on, as in like sprinkle stuff. Like this. Um, every time um, they sneeze, Two gumdrops will fire out their nose for the next week. Two what? Two gumdrops. <clears throat> now basically, your your lion is going to be a gumdrop dispenser for the next week. Right, everyone sneezes, yes. Let's take the sweet in his massive mouth and immediately goes. <laughs> drops it on the floor. <laughs> I think Sonny will flutter over and take one. 
Okay, okay. We'll go for the whole hog, are we? Okay, Alex, roll me a d20. He's gonna, he's gonna eat this thing. I, I will say, for the benefit of you, as soon as you touch it, it scales to your side, make it easier. Uh, 14. 14! I'm only one, like, one foot four inches shorter than a halfling. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. It tastes of avocado toast. Also, can I just ask you, what is your current constitution modifier, Alex? It's a plus one. Yeah, you decrease it by one, please. For the next hour. I will keep a time on it. This is vile. No. It, it tastes like toast. But then there's this disgusting aftertaste with it. Ugh. Well, this appears to be... It tastes different for everyone. Mine tasted like the finest whiskies that I have traveled and sampled from across the worlds. Yours tasted like fish, and yours apparently tasted like toast. This is, I dare say it, and it might be a bit redundant, but this is magical. You know, I'm holding that one to um, the half orc. just kind of looks at it and is like you kind of don't take candy from strangers, right mate? I mean, we're all fine. I'm alright. He does like a shifty look. I'm on a diet. <laughs> Trust me, I can say from experience, I'm 1500 years old. If you don't, you gotta have some fun every now and then. But okay, I, I get it. I'll, I'll put it back. I'll put the um, candy back in the um, pot. Okay. Look at it like it's going to stab my firstborn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, small child, once again, I didn't catch your name, but where exactly might we be heading? My name is Casper. My, Cas my name is Casper. We're heading towards Hallow's End. Well. This is a wonderful adventure. I have never even heard of said Harlow's End. As if on cue, there is a knocking on top. Which is just hated. Um, and what must be the driver shouts through saying, Harlow's End, all change please. I guess that's us. It does appear so, my new friends. It looks as if we have reached our destination. Barnum gets out with both his rapiers drawn. He <laughs> oh my god! Them. If we're about I, to go I into a deadly situation, I'm taking both my knives. I, I whisper to um the the wizard because I'm not <laughs> not going to pronounce that name. Bartholomew Hector Victoria Sirius. I whisper in his ear. Apple, it's a bit like stuck in the mud. I think we need to cheer them up. Uh, Bartholomew turning over his shoulder. I do believe, uh, Sonia, as it were, that they seem to feel that we are in some sort of danger. They must come from a very dangerous world. 
I would love to dive into it and find out about it, but I think at this time it is best that we let them be and settle in to this situation that we find ourselves in. I find myself in these situations that it is best just to dive in head first, but others like to dip a toe in first, so let us not push them too hard. Yeah, I, I, I see that point. That's a good idea. So are all... Will... Okay, so you're all leaving the carriage, are you? No, Nova's going to stay in there forever. Bye. It was wonderful Nova to meet you, Nova. <coughs> Nova Please will draw her kazoo. I love their fur. Yes, Nova will draw their kazoo because it's a tiny handheld instrument. And then leave the carriage. Okay. As you all disembark, uh, the carriage sort of like goes off towards like what looks like a barn area, a park. Um, greeting you, though, um, is a stout human woman. She's sort of like dressed in a classic witch's costume with a tattered black hat and what looks like a stuffed black cat stuck to her side. She is, however, holding a silver... <laughs> Caitlin had produced a blade. <laughs> <clears throat> she is, however, holding a large silver platter with several pumpkin-coloured looking cocktails. Greetings, one and all! Welcome to Hallow's End on this, the Day of Wayward Souls. May I see your tickets? I do so apologise. I, I don't know what ticket you are speaking of, ah, my wonderful lady. I, be I believe that when you were when you were in the carriage, you would have been given your tickets. Once again, I seem to be dressed as a potato. I'm dressed as a potato. Bartholomew will feel around until he does out of the armhole of the potato costume that he is wearing produce. Oh, I, I do seem to have a ticket to this event. This is all quite interesting. I do not remember ever asking to be invited to such event, but I cannot say it does not excite me. Oh, no, it, it, I, it's the Night of Wayward Souls, the legend of... You'll, you'll hear all about that in a moment. Please, thank you very much for your tickets. Um, please all do take a drink and head this way. Our Hallows End history session is about to start, after which the games will begin. She indicates behind her a large building with a swinging wooden sign for four shadows emblazoned across it. What games is this? Don't worry, don't worry. All will be explained. It, it's it's things we win prizes and and buy, and buy food and drinks and dance. That's oh, the prize living. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. Actual prizes, actual prizes you can keep. But we'll come to that in a moment. Just go get this out of the way first, and you've got people in there waiting to hear the story, and then we do the story, then we move on. Or 
Bartholomew will reach up and take one of the drinks. Oh, I do love a good story, so I will gladly wait through it. And Bartholomew will take his drink and take a drink from it and then head towards the foreshadows building. The name of the foreshadows building deliberate. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, Nova will take a drink and briefly apologize for the fact the lion doesn't have a ticket. It's okay. Um, Lionel is, is, forgive me, a beast, so therefore does not require one. Nova shows the lady his teeth, not Nova. Blitz shows the lady his teeth. <laughs> Just opens his mouth wide. Yes, impressive. Impressive. Uh, and, um, you should be okay with it, um, small fairy. You should be okay. Uh, oh, uh, okay. I'll pick up. I'll pick some. I'll take it the glasses. <coughs> as soon as you touch the glass, it scales to your hand again. Oh, this is wonderful. We really need this where I come from. Thank you. The magic of Hallow's End. No, follow the other three. My name is Mira. Please, fo please follow. And she disappears into the four shadows. So, are you guys heading into the tavern? Yeah. You okay? Um, as you approach the door, a, a group of small children grab a jack lantern from the doorstep and run off. Please do not kill the child. <laughs> Caitlin, do not kill the child. <laughs> Can I still see, like, the, how close do we get this child, are we? Oh, um, it's two or three of them. Um, they just, they, they grab the jack lantern and then they, they just wander off with it. Oh, well, it looks as if the uh, youth around here are already participating in some sort of game. So they didn't steal that? I've sheathed one of my blades, but not the other one. Okay, the one is still out, lovely. Okay. Okay, inside the foreshadows, it is. It, think of what. of like the most over the top decorating you could ever think of something that was Halloween themed. Pumpkins, cobwebs, and bowls of candy are everywhere. There are dozens of people crowded around a comfortable armchair in the middle of the main hall part. There's a warm fire crackling and spitting. Um, and in the chair, there is a very large book with the tale of Hallow's End embossed on the cover in large black letters. There are also... Well, it looks like five seats in the, in there for you. Oh, well, once again, it appears we are expected here. And Bartholomew will go and take one of the open seats and turn to the person sitting next to him. Go, hello there! 
Hello. She says, and then turns back, eagerly anticipating what's, what's going to happen next. Oh, well, fine. I guess they don't want to have a conversation then. To, to make to make um, the wizard feel better, I'll go. Um, I'll go sit on the seat next to him. Assuming I couldn't see over the table, if not, I'll stand on the seat. There's no table. You, it's literally like like the tables in the the, chair, the the big chair in front, and then you got like rows of chairs and the row a row of chairs that's got three is at the front. So you can see, you're sitting in the front row. Okay, yeah, I'll go. I'll go sit next to the wizard king of company. Lovely. Um, if Blitz wants to sit on a chair, they can. <laughs> um, I'm not sure the chair would stand up to my 500 pound lion <laughs> sitting on it. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> He's four foot tall and weighs five hundred pounds. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Um, and adorable. I wouldn't. Lions have... are a lot smaller than I actually thought they were in real life. It turns out. Yeah, but you wouldn't go on a bad time one, would you? For sure. Um. Oh, I've got to decide still. Who had the best costume? As much as I love the potato. Um. I'm. I, I, I do have to give it to uh I think I'm gonna give it to the Nova. Inspiration for best outfit. I feel like Nova technically doesn't qualify though as much as I'm grateful because that is literally her work outfit. It still looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you bought a sobbing lion. Cats and depression, because that's the darkest thing of all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, once you're all settled, I'm guessing a chair gets moved out of the way for Blitz. Um, I'm not sitting down, I'm going to lean against a wall. That's fine, that's fine. This whole thing reeks of a trap and no one else seems to think this. Okay. Once, once everyone is settled, Mira goes over and sits in the chair and picks up the book. <clears throat> Are you all sitting comfortably? Good. Then let's begin. She opens a book. It's an appropriate book for this for prop work. <clears throat> a long time ago, our sleepy village of Hallow's End was attacked by a vicious force from beyond the grave. It took away one of our own. As all scholars know, midnight on the night of Wayward Souls is a time when the veil between the astral plane and our own is the finest. That is why every soul's night we put out the pumpkin lanterns, both to ward off the evil spirits and to help our lost child find his way home. Who knows what fell forces will be summoned if our lanterns were not there to protect us tonight of all nights. She then puts the book down. Now the festivities can truly begin. She uh, she indicates that if she if you wish to leave, you may do so at this point. And some people do how will you have started to to head outside to take part in what's going on outside? Bartholomew will turn and look at Sonia. I, I don't quite understand what we are doing here. 
But it seems as if this is all some sort of ancient party that they've partaken in for many, many millennia. It definitely seemed that way. It's a bit like happened, really. So weird. Which is probably not as ancient. I do think it's best to ask all of you before we start in on these games, is if do any of you remember how you arrived here? Not here specifically, obviously, but to the carriage that we all were riding in when we all met. Because to be honest... Um, what happened to you all was you literally went to sleep as usual one day and uh, you woke up here. In fact, as Mira is coming, is leaving her seat, she she uh, stops by uh, stops by Barnum and says, "Like, you okay? You look confused." Comes for this. Hey, one singing. Who comes for all this? Oh, um, people um who live here, but in general, people seem to just we get people all sorts of. Um, different places turn up here um, every uh, every year. Um, it's um, tonight is when the the astral plane that is finished. So people in their dreams sometimes come visit us purely by chance. I don't. How do I get home? <laughs> um, I guess you have to wait until you. Wake up, fall asleep, slash one of the two, I guess. Whichever way, whichever way you want to do it, I guess. But while you're here, just enjoy the festivities, I guess. It's 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 a, it's a calm, enjoyable evening. Just gonna look at us. And because you've got the full inclusive package, you haven't got to pay for food, drinks, or party games. Everything's free. Why are you so suspicious, Caitlin? <laughs> it's bottom, it's literally. Right, so. Bartholomew would hop off of his chair and looking up at Mira. So, you say there are games or some sort of for us to play tonight. Maybe if you would show us that, our friend here, Barnum, would, I guess, get a little more relaxed about the situation. Absolutely! Absolutely. Come with me. Or if you come with me, I will show you what is available. And she heads for the door. I'll follow. Everyone blitz exchange looks before following. I love how she did as well. <laughs> I have this image of like Everyone blitz exchanging looks. Everyone kind of striding out the room and just Barnum being like dragged along by Bartholomew. <laughs> I'll tell you, Bartholomew would stop in front of this giant half orc. And once again, maybe four and a half feet tall. Maybe on a good day, four and a half feet tall. This tiny little elf dressed in a potato costume standing in front of this hulking half orc. Well, yes, I can see that you are 
a little hesitant to in partake in these games. I hazard the guess. I mean, no one's questioning the fact that four complete strangers and their lovely animal companion have randomly appeared in a carriage, despite... I fell asleep and then I was here. This is not suspicious to you in any sense of the word? Oh, oh no, this is massively suspicious. I, I can tell you right now that my danger sense is through the roof about all of this, but I think our only opportunity to either get out of this or wake back up, as it were, is if we play along. And you've got those fine blades, I see. I'm sure that you can handle any kind of problems that may arise. As you guys head outside, um, you guys... I'm going to let you have this for free. Um, you guys can notice that the pumpkin that was uh, missing from uh, Four Shadows and every other doorstep, the pumpkins are missing now throughout the town. There is... <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> the central point, but there are houses and shops in all directions for a short way. The main foot of the ground is right across from the tavern. Um, could I please... One of you, could you do me either an investigation or perception check? Your One person can do that. Please for a team to perception if that helps. All right, Jesus. <laughs> Expertise. I don't know what else, what other feat to take. Uh, that's an eighteen on the dice again, so that would eighteen plus thirteen. Thirty-one. Love it. You um. There are some clouds overhead, and they have they are a little bit orange in hue. So, um, excuse me, are the clouds meant to be orange here? Oh, 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 that happens. That, that's just that happens. Yeah, don't worry about that. That, that. that happens. It's, um, it's part of the, uh, it's part of, you know, the, 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 the fires and the thing like that. It's, it's all perfectly, uh, perfectly normal. Part of the fires. The fire, fire is normal here. Well, we had to, it's, it's night time. We need fire here to see where we are. Why don't you just use... Why don't you just use magical lighting? It's much safer, honestly. Because it... We like things to be a certain amount of magic, and old school, a little bit of a bonfire, what's wrong with that? If you use alien flowers, they um, light up when it gets too dark, and they make perfect lights. What's that? Oh, it's a type of flower you get. Oh no no no! Sorry, I I can't Mary. disclose that information. Sonia, Sonia, yeah. Yes. I kind of like gesture. I'm like, one. This is not your home dimension, so they may not be as advanced as you. And two, authenticity. Maybe don't piss off the locals with your newfangled ideas. <laughs> that is a good point. No, don't worry about it. Okay, okay. 
if you guys are heading across to the festival grounds, um, well, Metal Mirror is heading anyway to guide you. Um, there is what seems like some, like some spooky, but yet festive music coming from a gramophone in the centre of the town square. So it's 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 pleasant enough, and that's going to be one hell of a thing to try and find. Um, I should have thought about that before I uh, wrote it into a thing to say. I've said it now. Never mind. So yeah, you've got there's food and drink stalls. Um, there are several attractions. What people want to go looking at. I make this reference a lot, but it's now even more perfect than it normally is when I make it. This is full on Bartholomew is going Jack Skellington. What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. And he would probably go immediately for whatever kind of attraction there was. Okay, you're going for attraction. We'll come to that in a moment. Okay, then I'm going for food or drinks. It's all, it's all about the games. Games. Games? Nova's basic to log. Okay, so games and games. Sonia? Um, Sonia's a bit of a disadvantage with their height. So they're going to go look around it, stuff, see if anything's shady or something sticks out that doesn't seem right for this kind of place. Okay, feel free, you can definitely do that. I'll come to that in a moment then. Okay, so, Bartholomew, Nova and Blitz. Uh, Barnum, are you, are you being dragged by Bartholomew still? Yes. Okay, three main games seem to be, be um, like being pointed out to you. One of them is fruit bobbing. Uh, another one is there's a sign called Dunk the Dwarf. And another one which is Whacker Goblin. So who wants which one? Uh, Bartholomew would definitely go for Whacker Goblin. I can Goblin for Bartholomew, okay. Okay, Nova and Blitz, which one do you, of the two do you want? Uh, can I change my answer that Nova's just going to walk around? Sure. To see. Sure, absolutely. You can absolutely do that, sure. Okay. Uh, Barnum, do you, which one do you want to do? Fruit Bobbin, Dunk the Dwarf? Neither. I'm going to watch Bartholomew. Okay, Bartholomew. Okay. If you're going to do... If you're going to play the Goblin game... <coughs> okay, fine. Um... If you're going to wander around see what you can see, by the way, Nova, uh, in the background, if you could do me an investigation check, I'll see what you can find. Uh, Sonia, uh, likewise, um, if you want to look for anything specific, you're look, you can be a high check investigation for you, Sonia. Back a goblin. Okay, it seems to be, by following you, a seemingly unmanned box with nine holes propped up in the corner of the field. The size is Wacker Goblin in scrawled red lettering. As soon as you approach the box, the middle hole, a sock puppet goblin pops out and taunts you, saying, Tee hee, you can't catch me! Now, Barnum, I have seen these kind of games many a time across many different worlds. Sometimes they're moles, sometimes they're humans, sometimes they're even just tiny little birds. But 
The object is always to hit of them as fast and as many as you can. Seems like my day job. Why yes, most of these games generally are based off of some kind of real life thing and then extenuated and stretched into a game. So, if you're going to try and hit the goblin puppet... Oh yeah. Okay. Goblin's gonna die. Okay, if you're trying to hit the goblin, um, go for it. You need to uh, um, make a dexterity check, please. Uh, that's a ten. Uh, you miss. It ducks down and it says, "I'm unstoppable," and pokes it up in another in one of the other holes. No, oh, bugaboo. And I will swing again. Oh, that's a sixteen. That's a hit. As you hit it, he goes, "Ow!" Totally good. It's a little muffled, but the ouch is there. And it ducks down again and up another hole. That's a ten again. You miss. Uh, after I miss that time, I will turn with the mallet and holding it out. Well, Bonham, why don't you give it a try? Oh, no. Oh, no. God. It pops up in the middle hole. You can't catch me. Is this just Dex? Is this sleight of hand person? Just Dex. Stares in being mostly a rogue. <laughs> Child's gonna die. Nineteen. <laughs> okay, it's a hit. There's a very loud ouch coming from the box. Especially because I'm a half-orc, like, bruiser. So, even light hits from me is, like, getting decked. There is, like, the, the sock puppet comes up in the top middle hole and it's like very slowly coming up, like it's all shaking. Goblin forever! 3020. Die! Well done! You win! This isn't crying. And a slightly better condition, Goblin sock puppet is thrown out of the center hole and hits Bar Volume in the face. Oh, I believe you've won the prize! You can keep it. Bartholomew puts the sock puppet on his hand immediately. Hey, look at this! Hello, I'm Bartholomew. Who are you? My name's Rick. Oh, I walk away from this as quickly as possible. Oh, God. Make me a, um, a perception check as you do, please, um, Vernon. Oh, you're a fairly perceptive boy. I forgot about that. 22. You're pretty sure that the last hit, you heard the cracking of what seemed like gnome bones. I know what those sound like. <laughs> Arnold, don't leave step. without me. No, no. <laughs> <coughs> right, Rick so... and I are on our way. Yeah, I'm on my way. I need to attend to. I need to wash my hair. Right, so you guys are heading off to another game, I'm guessing? I'm just chasing after Barnum, who is now clearly trying to run. I'm just running away from the madman with a sock puppet. Okay. Ho, 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 ho. Rick okay. the Goblin. Okay, Sonya, we'll come to you in one moment while those two are running around away from each other and for each other. Um, Nova and Blitz. Um, 
some of the various tools, most of the tools around the event are mundane, various bits and pieces. Um, a few of the items, though, are, do stand out. One of them is the, um, there is a chicken on a stick, which is a whole chicken, which is cooked and placed on the end of a club. Um, there's some toffee apples, and there's a large food truck offering large varieties of the the candies which um, you were eating in the uh, carriage as well, as well as the other games that are on them still. I'm going to get the chicken on a stick for the lion. Okay, we're going to stick for a lion. Okay, cool. The club is actually a bludgeoning weapon, so you can actually use it as one if you need to. Okay. Okay, so can we use for that for sure? It's just a disgusting. <laughs> as Blitz eats the chicken in one bite. I'm here for it. Just like chicken grease and stuff flying going everywhere. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Um, as you're going past the toffee apple store, could you do me a really quick perception? Uh, perception twenty nine. Twenty nine. Um, you can see there's so much toffee on this toffee apple that if someone were to take a bite, they wouldn't be able to talk for at least a minute. Hmm. That's tempting to buy. From the background, I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of toffee apples, probably bordering on the hundreds of thousands at this point. But I'm assuming this apple is especially enticing. It's entirely for you. I'm not saying you have to take it, I'm just making an option for you. I will take the toffee apple of silence. Okay, you can have as many as you would like. So how many do you want? I will take five toffee apples of silencing. Oh dear goodness. Okay. Add them to your inventory because all food is free with that ticket you had. <clears throat> okay. There, there is two other um, games you can do. You do see uh, Barnum almost running from the following who is waving a, a sock puppet at them it would seem um is that do you want to take part in the other games or are you are you happy to um wait for the other two to calm down first i'm just gonna pitch up on the nearest thing that can be classed as a seat and watch the two idiots chase each other okay cool sonia what was your investigation check? Uh, with guidance, that is a 20 all in. <laughs> 20 all in. I just saw Caden put in the chat. <laughs> yes, that's accurate. Okay, um, far as you can tell, um, there is nothing which seemed out of your for the face. You've spoken to a couple people, um, and they, they seem to, to verify what Mira said earlier. It seems like every, every year they do... Uh, light the jack-o'-lanterns and they believe that it will they they believe that it will guide their um their lost their lost soul home and people do seem to come to this realm from other places in their dreams almost the way to describe it there are other people here who have come from other places So no one seems too out of place. Not really, no. It feels like this feels like it feels like a, a nice little celebration, basically. Almost like someone's tried to commercialise a um, 
a pagan event. Who would do such a thing? America! Damn right. Mm. Okay. Mm. You can take part. You've got, you've got fruit bobbing or dunk the dwarf if you want to take part in one of those. Mm. Oh, let's see. I suppose it wouldn't hurt to do. Congratulations, dwarfs remain in bones. You go to dunk the dwarf, are you? Okay. Uh, I, have, no, I haven't decided yet. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, so there's, so there's break the goblins remain, break the gnomes remain in fingers, apple bobbing, or dunk the dwarf. Yeah, it does seem like there's a sign now being put up on the uh, on the on the goblin tent saying, um, uh, "Back later, <laughs> bones repairing." I'll fly over to the apple bobbing. Okay. So the fruit bobbing is a side thing. Fruit bobbing, strictly one per person. Basically, they, you, basically there's a load of apples um, in the in the bucket. Um, you can try and bob for one. I will use one of my fairy spells to cast enlarge on myself. So I'm about three foot. So be easier to grab an apple then. Okay, okay, fine. Um make me a dexterity check. It would be sort of hand but using your mouth, so slight of mouth. So uh standard dex check. Standard dex check, Alex, yeah. Nineteen plus three the dex. It, you um, you go down and you you latch onto it, and as you like start to lose your grip, you catch hold of a stalk with your teeth and pull it up. Um, you have um, you've won the apple, uh, which um, to which Mira, who's part of the world, says, "Oh, well done, love! You've won a fruit of labour." Fruit of labour. A fruit of labour. They have special things. They do special things for you. Roll me a D8, Alex. I... Okay. Don't take it back to my lab and examine it. Roll me a D8. Yeah. Um, I'm not eating it. I'll put it on. Taking it back to the lab for examination. Uh, seven. Seven. Um, it is a it is a it's a it's a lemon, actually, not an apple. You have pulled up. Oh really? Okay. Yes. Yes. And if you were to examine it um, even slightly closely, uh, Mira could tell you this information as well. Um, if you were to eat this, you would gain five temporary hit points. Oh, nice. I'd be a little bit different with some of the things I throw out. I'm trying to, like, not be like, here is, you know, X. So. <clears throat> well, thank you for this. Well, thank you for this, um, proves my labour. Have, have you seen the people I was with? Um, half-walk about, um, 
25 times the size of me, or the um, elf that's about two foot taller? Or the but, tiefling with um, the lion? Well, the tiefling with the lion is seated over there. The lion seems to have just eaten a whole chicken. Um, so, they seem happy. Um, whereas, both, you, I think you said the elf is chasing with a some kind of sock puppet um, after the orc. Words I didn't <laughs> think I would say today. Sounds like him, but thank you for this fruit of my labor. I'm going to go... I'm going to go commune with the others. See how things are going. Thank you. And I'll flutter off as I start to shrink back to my one plus eight. <clears throat> okay. Are you beginning to reconvene? Um, I will sit down next to um, Nova and be like, Do you want this fruit of my labor? I've heard they, the woman over there said it was quite nice, but it's 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 too big for me. Oh, um, okay, thank you. And Nova will take. Have you um seen the chase? What's going on? Which is a pretty <laughs> like a fast pace. <laughs> I have to admit, I'm a bit curious on how this started. I know I followed. It's Bartholomew and Borhan? Those are the names, right? I speak to so many people, names kind of go over my head. I forget them as quick. Once I'm done talking to the people, I normally forget. At least your name's easy to remember. It's a really cool name, by the way, Nova. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a stage name, sorts. Oh, like a performer. Yes, um... Well, you have to earn your keep if you're part of the circus. Alright, that, that's really cool. We we have them where I come from, but they call them carnivals. Mm, I think it's largely interchangeable what you call them. Yeah, it's quite a sight. It's, it's pretty big, though. I, I can't get too into it, because I'm obligated not to disclose information about my homeland to keep people safe. That never even crossed my mind. Looking around. One slightly meta question, what would you say the level of technology is in this place? Hmm. Amish. Oh god, this is like caveman stuff to Nova. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> And she looks around. Yeah, uh, uh, that makes sense, actually. So, do we say anything to those two, or do we wait until they tire themselves out? They're approaching you at speed at this point. Okay. I I give I give the Bartholomew about another forty seconds before he tires himself out. Never tires. Uh, I've met people jump right away. I've met people who are quite old. Oh my god, they're coming right this way. Oh, blow up. As they do approach, um, can the four of you uh, please make me a another perception check, please? And basically, just don't roll under a five. 
That's a 25 work. Lovely. 28. Lovely. So 25. Lovely. 15. I'm a bit distracted by the puppet wielding man. That's fair. So you <laughs> go... go away. Yeah, by the way, just, just so you know as well, um, that, by the way, that lets you cast Cause Fear once a day, um, Bartholomew. Um, but only on a on a creature with a wisdom score of six or less. So, so <laughs> I think Rick couldn't be scaring nobody. Oh, I know, I know you couldn't be. So I think Barton's fine from my spell at least. Um, but I'm part ranger, my my wisdom is sixteen. Mm-hmm, indeed, um, the clouds above have swelled and have taken on deep orange and purple hues. In fact, the other party guys around you are excitedly pointing at them, actually, looking very impressed with the amount of effort that's been put in. However, and Nova notices it first, mainly because Blitz is staring at direction. Uh, from one corner of the field, the laughter has turned to screaming. A number of shambling abominations have started to walk into the party field. Um, the creatures are walking to method slightly, zombie-like. Uh, their bodies seem to be wrapped in thick green vines which twist and turn as they move. The heads of the creatures look very much like the pumpkins that was that were sitting on the front of the... Uh... I called it, Harry! <laughs> you did! <laughs> With glowing orange eyes. Mira, at this point, um, screams... Um, and, um, and says, like, quickly, everybody, into the four, into the four shadows. Could you four please hold them off? Everybody else, into the end, quickly. Roll for initiative. Oh, so that's why we were bought here. Fantastic. <laughs> we appear to be pumpkin food. Wonderful. For nothing, but these people are kind of jerks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. More for them now. After that, come to a party. Defend us against our evil sentient pumpkins. We, we should all just disengage and run now. I'll let them get eaten by these zombies. Okay. I got a dirty twenty for my initiative. Right. 20, and, 20, 20 and above. 20 for Chad, okay. 16 to 19. 17. Hang on. Okay. Um, I've somehow managed to roll 19 for both Nova and Blitz. Lovely. Uh, Blitz follow you or Blitz before you? Your choice. Uh, he can go after. He actually has his own and he doesn't follow my initiative, so it's just kind of funny to me. I'm gonna, that's, that's, that's cool. I think that because you've rolled them both, I'm gonna say that on each turn, you can choose which one goes first of you two. So you can have a bit of freedom on that side of things. Okay, so Nova and Blitz, that's, I love that. Uh, what did you do over, Sonia? Uh, 17. 17, and uh, Burnham. Barnum, sorry. Barnum, 10. Barnum. Ten. Okay. Oh, need to roll for the need to roll for the mob. 
Matt's dice are back. Okay, we are going to start with... We're going to start with Bartholomew. Uh, Shamming towards the four of you. Um, well, five of you, sorry, I should say. Um, our four pumpkins, it looks like. Um, you... Um, there are four of them about 30 feet away from you, and they are moving very slowly towards you. What do? Well, uh, first of all, can I... I would like to, I guess, the best way is, can I make an arcana check on these things to see what I know about them, as I am a thousands-of-year-old wizard? Um, sure. Uh, that is only a 16. Okay, what are you looking to try and find out? Uh, I want to see is if the, where the magic is coming from basically on these things. I can clearly see the pumpkin heads. Are these pumpkin heads what seem to be giving life to these shambling things? Um, <clears throat> um, they seem to, they seem to be under some kind of necromancy spell. Okay. Oh, so figuring that out then. Uh -huh. Bartholomew would and how about far away are they? About thirty feet at the moment. They're about fifteen feet apart at the moment. The crowd's uh -huh. gone behind you into the tavern at this point. So just it's just five of you out there. Sure. Uh well I would actually just First of all, Bartholomew would like to cast Dispel Magic on whichever one is closest. See if it can just stop it. Um, and have to deal with it. Okay. Okay, so is that a saving throw, is it? Uh, choose any creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spell casting ability the DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. So it's a check on my end if it's a fourth level or higher on these things. Okay, give me one moment. For some reason, I was not ready for this one. How? I'm not quite sure. I was sure I would be ready for this. Um, okay. Um, it disappears. Oh, well, apparently, if any of you have any magical inclinations, you could just make these things disappear. As it disappears, well, it doesn't appear as such, the body collapses and a thin orange vapour leaves the body and heads up to the sky. Oh, very interesting. Uh, but with that, then I will use my movement to, uh, back the fuck up. Okay, cool, fine, lovely. Okay, uh, on we then go to Nova and Blitz. How far away are they again, sorry? 30 feet currently. Okay. 
Um, Blitz is going to charge at one and make a claws attack. Lovely. Lovely. Let's see. Jesus, okay, he's got big boy paws. His big boy paws are at 21. That hits, yes. Um, that's eight slashing damage, and because of his ability pounce, the whatever the hell this is has to make a strength save. Okay, strength save coming up. Okay. Okay. Um That is a seven all in, I'm pretty sure it's not really gonna be a line. No. It's um with pounce, because he's moved more than twenty foot and used a claws attack, he get there's a um DC farting strength save against him, and if you fail he gets to make a bite on top of that. Okay, bite it, bite it. As it's like a five hundred pound lion just goes <laughs> Picasso in his old age somewhere is proud. Uh, there's a 24 to hit. Jesus Lovely. Sorry, I've just noticed how much paint chipped off the dice I bought at EGX last year. Oh dear. Damn, I'm mad. I want my money back. And... That is 10 piercing damage as you go ang, ang, ang. <clears throat> um, it dies in front of you. Um, and literally, the orange vapor heads up to the sky. And he turns around to look like, I do good. There are still two left as, as it switches to your turn over. Okay, Nova's going to threateningly blow her kazoo and cast Cloud of Daggers between the two of them. Okay. Okay. I miss Damien. This feels like a Damien spell. Okay, you feel that air with spinning daggers in a cube, five feet on each side, centered on the point you choose within range. A creature takes 44 slashing damage. When it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn, or starts its turn there. Okay. <clears throat> Who wants Julian the pumpkin? Cut the ankles. Cut the ankles. <laughs> you can put ankle. You put ankle height. You can do. Um, so, how far is the, is the range? Five feet on each side. Five feet on each side. You're putting it between them. Okay. Um, so at the start of their turn, if they, if they will shamble into the range of it, but not till their turn. So that's fine. So it doesn't cause damage right away then, because I've never actually used this one. Yeah, it, it's when it's at the start of their turn. Right. The start of their turn, yeah. So. And spiky voice for them. Is there anything else you wish to do? Got anything else? Okay, that's fine. That's cool. Great then. Um, <clears throat> Sonia, the fairy cleric. 
Okay, so um, being a seeing what Bartholomew did, being a trickery cleric, I do have access to dispel magic as well. So I will cast dispel magic on one of them. Okay, pick your poison, left or right. Go left. Okay. Okay. Um, well, um, because. Uh, which level are you casting it at? I'll cast it third level. Actually, what level did Bartholomew cast it at? Yeah, because that, I thought he was casting it. Was it third level? Third level, yeah, okay. Third level, then it will spell it, yes. And the orange vapor does not head up. Yeah, that's the spell's level from standard, so. Okay, so that's your actual turn done, yeah? Yeah, got nothing else to do. Okay. Uh, Barnum? They rolled below a 10. Jesus. Yes. They rolled a 2. Ah, okay. I mean, they're very clearly very weak, so I'm not going to, like, go full. I'm a swashbuckler as well. So, (laughs) I could go terrifying if I wanted, Matthew. I'm sorry. I'm just going to yeet a dagger at the closest one from here because mm-hmm. I can okay. see the swarming whirl of blades. I'm not walking towards that. No, fair enough. Okay. Okay, roll to hit. Verse 8, 21. That hits. Roll some beautiful damage. Uh, if how close is Blitz to the remaining ones? Blitz attacks one of the other two. I'm thinking about fifteen feet away at the moment. Damn. Let's think if I could get sneak attack. <laughs> it's annoying, isn't it, Matthew? I rarely use sneak attack of the rope. Uh, but rogue in history. Okay. I always have to check these things. Well, correction, I'm throwing two daggers. Okay. Because I have two weapon fighting. Okay, roll for each. Roll for the second one then. And I'm ambidextrous, so I'm just like, yeet. Yeah. A uh, Buffy. My boy is cooler than Buffy. That's fair. That's fair. But that's how she used to do it, is it? Uh, 26. Yeah, that hits as well, yes. Fifteen in total. In total, it's looking. It's not looking great, but it's not dead. I'm just gonna stay over here. Okay. Mm. Um, it is now the turn of the pumpkin, and it 
is going to travel forward. At this point, can Nova roll the damage on the blades, please? They chose to inflict level 10 slice, as in 10 damage. <laughs> you literally do turn it into... As the orange vapor leaves the, the pumpkin, you literally do turn it into julienne pumpkin. It smells amazing. And then go through to the... And then go through to what is clearly skull on the inside because clearly something was wrapped around the vines and the pumpkin were wrapped around an actual body mm, bone powder good for calcium mm. at this point um mira will put her head out the tavern and encourage you guys to uh to take shelter inside the tavern what's after we've dealt with the problem you're welcome by the way Thank you, I appreciate that, but please, before more of them turn up. I mean, that was a bit anticlimactic, to be honest. I thought... Is there meant to be more? There's always more. Dagger spinning intensifies. <laughs> Oh, I see the bone. Yeah. Nova's blades are. Yeah, you can see, yeah. Can I just try and, like, nudge aside the bits of julienne pumpkin? <laughs> I want to see how old this skeletal bit is. It Looks like it looks like the, the body would be dead for some time. Hmm. Impressive. At this point, you you can see there is a larger horde of these creatures shambling its way towards the field from what appears to be the graveyard. You know, when I woke up this morning, I was not expecting zombie pumpkins. No, neither was I, to be honest. I guess we take the conversation inside. Inside. <laughs> 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 That's almost, I almost wouldn't make that this hard to be episode. <laughs> uh, are there any of the pumpkin heads like close to us right now? Not immediately, no. But um, Mira is almost begging you to get inside. I take my knives and the skull that the knives were embedded in. Okay. You have a skull. Just because I'm there anyway and I'll go inside. <laughs> You're a skull now. Add it to inventory. You absolute mental person. Bartholomew giving a look towards the horde. Oh, but I would so like to see them as a group. They were so weak as individuals. Maybe as a group, they are much more powerful. But fine, 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 fine. And Bartholomew will turn and head inside. Okay, um, Sonya, Nova Blitz, are you all heading inside as well? 
cover? Um, can I can I fly up and see see if I can see how many there are? Absolutely, you can do so if you wish to. I, I have wings, so I might as well use them. Okay. Um, if you were to, at this point, I need to roll my percentile dice. This is my Matt rolls a hundred, and we got to deal with a hundred of them. Okay. Would not surprise me. Oh, you were, you were, you're after it. Um, 99 you, you count to. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, Please do not do that for the benefit of the tape. As you get to 99, though, you do you swear you've count, you swear there's something you haven't counted kind of behind them as well. Give me 99, and I'll fly. I'll fly down and get into the building with the others. Okay. Um. So Nova Blitz, did you enter the tavern? Did you? You did. Cool. As they enter, uh, the front door is slammed shut and a bolt is slid. Um, the mood inside is mixed. Some see the still things apart in festivities, while some are definitely afraid. Some people are whispering about the history of Hallow's End and the Tale of the Lantern that you heard earlier, like how true it might be. You each now have the opportunity to perform an action um, of your choice. Um, Mira turns around to you all and says, both creatures are soon going to lay siege to this tavern. Please, need you to hold them up. Don't let them hurt people inside here. Please. So, answer me this. Is this why we were brought here? No. No, no, no. This is, this is purely coincidental. Inside check. Go for it. We do guidance on that. That's natural 20, plus 4, from Guidance, Jesus Christ, plus 9. Okay, so 33. She is being God's honest truthful. Nova narrows her eyes and then goes to find a seat to bust out a sick ukulele solo. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. So yeah, this is about to be a siege. First time I've ever tried to run with these, so I hope it's not terrible. So you could have opportunity to fortify or prepare yourselves. I will give you a amount of time to do so, as you wish. All right, I will tell the others because I go up and do a head count. Okay, so I flew up just to be sure, and I counted about ninety-nine of them. There could be more in the distance that were out of sight. But I saw about 99. Can I just say what some of us are probably thinking? Why is this our problem? I have no idea. This 
This doesn't happen where I come from. We 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 have the correct resources to deal with it. You you think a town like you think a world that has this problem would have the resources to deal with it? But clearly not. Ian. Yes. Slightly meta question: Is there anything hanging from the ceiling that Nova could potentially use to as movement? Because you know she is an acrobat. Hmm. Um, there are there is decorations. There's a, there's a chandelier. Why not? Um, there is there's some, there's some stuff up there. If you wish to use some of the paper decorations, you're gonna have to be pretty darn fast with it. Uh, but in regards to some of the more sturdier things, like you know, like there's some there's some there's some like wooden beams in the ceiling as well. You could probably use the word need to, yes. I mean, what's the point of having an acrobat if you're not going to do acrobatic stuff? Absolutely, I agree. She will also get her rope ready. Because she has a rope. Absolutely. D&D characters always have 50 for heaven rope. Uh, in preparation for this, um, I would, using one of my, because I am a Chronergy wizard, I would like to use my level 10 ability, which is Arcane Abiance, and using a fourth level spell, I will create a tiny gray bead in my hand, and I will walk over to Barnum. Well, once again, if I had to make any guesses, I would assume that you are more of a frontline fighter. Not one of those who are gifted in the magics. You'd assume correctly. Well, then, Barnum, I have a present for you in dealing with this situation. And I will hold out said grey bead in my hand. Oh, a grey bead. Yes, I know it might not look like much, but... If you take that, it will allow you to, well, the best way to put it is burn those motherfuckers alive, as that bead right there has the power of fireball in it. And to meta it, uh, Arcane Aviance lets me use any fourth level or lower, I can use this to take a spell and turn it into said bead. So this is now a fourth level fireball, and as an action, at any time, Barnum can use fireball uh, one time, and the bead lasts for an hour. Chad, I'm also going to say something for the benefit of the tape. You said you're a chronogy wizard, right? Yep. You're a fucking time wizard, Chad. <laughs> you're a time wizard, Chad! Oh, I know. I know. This character was actually created for a different campaign that I didn't get to play in. Fucking time wizards. Distant approving Donio noises. You know, you hate something until you become it. I'm gonna blockade any windows I see with various bits of heavy furniture. Okay, uh, run me a strength check please to do that in time. I can just imagine Obi-Wan's in the background screaming at Bartholomew. You said you would destroy him, not join him. Okay, so... Um, Sonya, are you doing anything? Hmm. 
I'm, I can provide much muscle, so um, I will prepare myself, I guess. I will cast Mirror Image on myself to make um, three identical copies of me that follow my actions. Okay. And basically, if something attacks me, I roll a dice, and if I roll a high enough roll, then it hits the um, projection instead of me, and that projection disappears until I have no projections left. Okay. It's not concentration, by the way. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> okay. So. Are we all ready to begin the siege? I think we are. Right then. Do you want my strength result? Oh, so yes, of course, yes. Sir. Crit 20 plus 4. Jesus Christ. Okay, um... You shall not pass through these windows. Okay, um... Roll me a d6, please. How can I d6? Five. Five. You better to block up five of the windows in general. Um, so, and the door is still bolted, so that's good. Um, there are... Kez, roll me a, a d20 twice, put for me. Keen and sex. Okay. Um... There are 22 people in this room with you. None of them look like they're in any way, shape or form a fighter. So. <clears throat> if you are all ready to begin, could you please roll for me initiative? Twenty-five. Lovely. Uh, fifteen. Nineteen. Twenty-two for Nova and ten for Blitz. Twenty-two for Nova and ten for Blitz. Okay. Hmm. Hey. <clears throat> there is a tremendous boom outside the uh, tavern as um, many of the creatures outside bash into the door, but it seems to be holding for now. Um, so yeah, um, it takes about 10, 12 seconds, and then, uh, you can roll d4, I never d4 very often, and seven of the creatures 
fall through the door as it busts through the bolt on the, the door. You uh, so you have seven of those creatures in front of you, and the first person up is Bartholomew. The room All is right. about room. Just for a bit, room is about thirty by thirty, um, and you have behind you guys pretty much. You've got the twenty-six people. And so, did they already break the door in? The door, yeah. Because I was going, I was going to do it after like a couple of rounds, but because they are um, like pretty much bot near the bottom of the tracker. Uh, I've gone for a whole turn, pretty much. So you guys are standing there, pretty much, for a turn. So for like ten seconds. Okay. Uh, well, with that then, um, with the door, how like wide is said door? Um, I would say it's medium sort of sized door, basically sort of tavern style door. Um, um, I would say that of the seven. Five of them look like the ones you saw before. One of them is slightly larger. Um, think the boomer from Left 4 Dead 2. I don't mean Shrek. Uh, okay. Uh, well then. Uh, what I would like to do is right in front of this door, how many would you say are in a 20-foot sphere? Yeah. Feather do a dice. All of them. Well, fantastic. Then, uh, Bartholomew kind of standing up and looking towards the door. Well, I would love to examine and study each and every one of you. It looks as if we must destroy you first. Uh, and clutching his spell book that somehow just kind of appears out of this potato costume that he's wearing. Worse. You can see uh, almost like little like gold clocks kind of go all around him before a, he sticks his finger out and you see a huge sphere of like almost just the light kind of distorts for a second as I cast gravity sinkhole on the spot in front of the door. And every creature inside must make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Constitution saving throw. We roll it as a group. Okay, uh, well that is 15. Uh, well that is a fail, as my spell save DC is 17. So all of them will take 5d10 force damage and all of them will be forced into the center of this sphere. Okay. Oh, that's a d10. That's an 8. There it is. Alright, there's 5. Okay. 10. 20. That will be 31 force damage altogether. That for each of them? Yes. Uh, six of them um, sort of like crumple and like you see like the orange vapor sort of like just fade. 
The seventh one, however, detonates. Um, no one is within ten feet of them, of it, so you're fine. Um, however, as they are, the detonation happens. Uh, you do see what looks like, and they roll again. Another five heading, like making their way towards the doorway and we'll be through it um, momentarily. But um, is that the end of your turn, Chad? Uh, yes, uh, I think that Bartholomew would then just, not fully backing up, but getting behind a table that I assume someone would have flipped up, uh, just give himself some cover. Lovely. Um, that's cool. Um, has that sphere disappeared now? Uh, it's not a concentration spell. It just happens and then goes away. It's like, There's no longer. Yep. Okay, so it's like happen and go. Cool, lovely. Nova, you're up. You have five more of these creatures coming through the door, uh, including what looks like um, three little ones, which may be, may be knee high. You've got five normal size and three knee high. Can I hold my turn? Because I've literally got nothing. Of course you can do. You absolutely just jump in when you're ready to go. Absolutely fine. Okay. Um, we then next case we will go then next to uh, we'll go to uh, Barnum. Well, so, like mathematically and in terms of strategy, it would make sense for me to be the one blocking the way to the civilians. The problem is, is the character I brought is in no way caring about civilians. So, I mean, I'm just going to charge straight in. Lovely. And just stab, stab a bitch. Shut up, Chad. I'm going to sprint in, punt one of the tiny ones, and then slice one of the big ones, hopefully badly, in his face. In his pumpkin face. Okay. Okay, so the kick, um, I'm going to say, um, roll, just don't biff. Strength. Uh, yes, please. Four decks. Okay. Strength, yeah. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. Eat the child. Yeah. Uh, I will say that, to make it slightly, they haven't got a lot of HP, so whatever you do with that will be pretty much okay. Punt the child into a wall and, like, pumpkin juice just kind of slides down. Yeah, what all the damage? All the damage, really? How bad do you kill it? I don't know how much the damage is for my foot. Uh, I'm going to say because of the comparative size for you, roll me a d20. I am a beef. You are a beef, and this is his knee high to a human. Uh, 18. <laughs> okay. I a child. It detonates against the wall. <laughs> yes. And you're going to. And that's just you walking, pretty much. Uh, what? So you're stabbing one in the face, yeah? Yes, and. <laughs> I get advantage on this. Yes. I don't. I get. No, I don't get advantage. I have sneak attack on this. Because I'm a swashbuckler and I have rage 
rakish audacity. Do. As long as I'm the only one of our team within five feet of these fuckers. You are the only one, yes. I have the audacity to do this. Go for it. Lamau. Ooh, baby, we're going for all the things. That's a crit 20. That's, that hits, alright. Yep. Fear me. There was something I saw. Ah, yes. As a half orc, I get savage attacks as a perk. Which, yeah. when I score a critical weapon with a critical hit with a melee weapon, I roll an additional damage die. Okay. Something I learned today. They're all gonna die. Well, at least we done before Christmas. That's alright then. Well, you made 99 of them. I'm going to fricassee them all and put them in a stir fry. <laughs> 29. 29. Um, you, you literally... Can you please roll me a, a d20 again quickly? Your free try to life, free trial of life has expired. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, that would be rolling for an armor class of one behind it as well, because because you've done so much damage, you've actually done enough to kill it and the one behind it in one fair swoop straight through. Yes. She's a very angry half <laughs> yeah. You hear the crack of bone as you go through each one as well. You slightly creepy. Okay. Um, anything else? You are now amongst the horde. Uh, how far away from the people were they? They were just coming in the door. So they were. They are a good. No, sorry, sorry, a good twenty foot. Why did you press up against the wall on the far side? Okay, then. I'll. I mean, kicking was kicking was my bonus action, so I'm just going to stay in the horde. This is fine. Okay, this is fine. Okay, this is this is fine. Okay, cool. Um, um, Alex, um, it's on his turn, and there's no wish to, to like, dive in. No, cool. Okay. So I know you up. Uh, let's see. So what's actually left? Lots of pumpkin monsters. You mean like in the doorway? In the doorway, you've got two little bastards, and you've got three big bastards. Okay, can I flying over? Can I squeeze through the doorway? Because I, I have an idea of what to use, but. I need to get Barnum out of the um, range of it. Uh, so they're at the front of them, aren't they? So if I get sort of them behind, then I can get them out of that range. What are you planning to do? Only a cantrip that has a um, five foot radius. So I just want to get Barnum. Make sure I'm not getting Barnum in that radius. Move, make it happen, sure. So I'm going to 
going to fly over at the top of them for us to get outside. Lovely. You're small enough to do that, sure. Okay. okay. Well, as it didn't attack, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to complain. Uh, so, action, I'm going to cast Hand of Radiance on... I should... Can I get the three big ones in a five-foot radius? If you're going... If you're... If you've flown out the door, then you won't be able to get the ones that are inside still, which Barnum is with. But you will be able to get several of the ones which are standing outside waiting to come to the door. So, sorry, you're confusing me. I thought you said they were in the doorway. But there's three of them now, like, like, door is there, and they're just like half in, half out sort of thing. Yeah, so I'm basic. Okay, so basically, I was just getting getting the ones in the doorway, but making sure I was back far enough so I didn't hit Barnum. Okay, okay. Uh, fifth, fifth five foot, with, with five foot, you you would probably get a couple of the others that are queued up behind as well. So okay, so whatever I fit in a um, five foot radius, that's just out of um, Barnum's reach, has to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay, Constitution saving throw. Okay. Okay, that is a nineteen. Okay, so they don't take any damage from that because that's a capture. Um, Abstract them both. So they are looking at you now. Yeah. Well, I'll give them the middle finger. Summon a spiritual weapon as a bonus action, which is a giant middle finger hammer, and it will slam down on one of them. Okay. Roll a hit. Okay, so what? Natural 20, never mind. Uh, don't know what that would have been. Uh, 29. That's for natural. 29 hits, yes. Okay, so d8 plus 5. 12, 17 force damage. One of them takes. You obliterate it. Just pop it underneath the giant middle finger fist. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, is there anything else for you to do? No, I'll just I'll just stay about ten foot in the air. Okay, lovely. Uh, at this point, um, some of the little fuck some of the little fuckers have scurried their way across the room towards where um, the the common folk are behind you guys. Uh, which means they are approaching Nova and Blitz as well. So it's Blitz's turn unless Nova wishes to go first. Um, how far away are they from the lion? Uh, they are mm, about five foot at this point. And he's going to swing his. Um, actually, he's going to bite the nearest one because it's like marginally more damage. Okay, bite, bite, bite. There's an 18 hit. Oh, yes. And he does 8 damage. 8 damage. Takes a, takes a big chunk out of, out of the little bugger, and then it falls over to its side. 
dead. There's still one there, if no one wants to take care of it. Nova actually has very little in the way of just about everything. Um, yeah, I've got nothing. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, no problem. Okay. Um, so yeah, the, 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 uh, there is another um, view behind coming in, coming in, trying to get in the door behind um, the ones which Barnum has just killed. Um, and we go back up to the top of the order again for Bartholomew. Alright, uh, question then. Yes. Uh, are there windows in the front? Yes, but, um, Barnum has boarded them up so well you can't see in or out. <laughs> Fantastic. And so then out the doorway. Can we see out the doorway at all, or are they completely like, obscuring it, our vision? It's, a, it's just, it's just a, a mass of vines and pumpkin. As far as I can see. That's perfect, then, actually. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. So then, what I would like to do is from kind of my. Uh, cover, if you will, of this flipped over table. I'm going to... Alright, everyone, I'm going to try and distract them for a little bit. Um, don't hit the ones that get distracted, okay? And with that, I out of my bag, I'm going to pull a full-on glow stick and everyone's going to see me crack it real quick before I'm going to take this glow stick and I'm going to huck it out through the door and as I do, I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern which creates a 30-foot cube of uh, stuff, the place that I can see within range. So I'm going to do it literally right outside the doorway, create this cube right outside this doorway. Uh, each creature in the area who sees the pattern, which they'll clearly all see it because they have eyes, must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. While charmed by this spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. The spell ends for an affected creature if it takes any damage or someone uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. Okay. Cool. You're throwing out... So you're committing to this, obviously. Um, you're throwing it out the door. But you want to have it so it encompasses all the pumpkins that are in the doorway, yeah? No, I don't care about pumpkins in the doorway. I'm literally but, casting this so that it's outside. You know where I was Stopping going. any more pop pumpkins from coming in. You know where I was going with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said I was throwing it outside the door yeah. and creating a 30-foot cube outside the door. Oh, like Matt's not saying that you're trying to get Alex, but you trying to get Alex. Right, okay, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm outside the door, so it's up to you, DM. Oh, you are outside the door. Oh, okay. Um, then I'm going to say yes. You you are included in that range, so you are going to have to make the, the, the save as well. Um, what is the save, please, um, to make, Buff one of you? Uh, it's a Wisdom saving throw of DC 17. Well, minus one Wisdom. 
21. You're fine. Eric. Four. All in. So, you have taken, and I'm going to quickly roll my percentile again to find out how many you got in that 30 foot cube, because basically they're scrambling. You get a good view of this, Sonya, as suddenly this glow stick comes hurtling out like some kind of boomerang, then suddenly erects like a cube of, I'm guessing, like green lights almost around. Oh, it's a, like, it looks like a full on, like, disco rave. Yeah. You can see that Bartholomew is clearly in his thousands of years and some point had been to a German nightclub and it's just greens and blues like strobe lights almost just flashing in this cube just Inspiration. Okay. With with mirror image active four Sonyas will just pop their head down from from the top of the door and say, Can you can you keep, can you like keep an eye out when you throw that next time, please? Thank you. <laughs> Four heads at once. Oh god. You hear you hear some screams from behind us at the reaction from from the townsfolk of four fairies at the same time poking their head through the door. Yeah, because that's the scariest thing that's in today. Um, okay, so yeah, you you notice Sonia um, as this is erected. Um, at least 20 of these things have been caught in that cube. And it is a concentration spell to up to a minute. So with that, I'm just going to hunker down behind my table and concentrate on keeping the German disco going out there. Indeed. So I need, just for context of this, if to, to break the spell, they have to be shaken awake. But it can another creature has to do it, or they have to take damage, and they have to use their full action to shake them awake. Right. So if other creatures like climb over them into the cube, they get affected by it as well. Yeah. If as long as there's a thirty foot cube that is there for up to a minute. Cause they're all going to try and go through that cube to get in the door. Interesting. I never. I didn't think that through at all. You're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> right, okay, well it's round to Nova's turn. You've got uh you've got one at your legs and it's gonna bite your ankles in a minute. It can go fuck itself. <laughs> okay, yeah. What would you like to do about it? Yeah, I lied slightly. I have two damage spells, but I'm not wasting them on one little pumpkin. Because yeah. they're higher levels. <laughs> That's a fair comment. Can I just kick it out of the way? Because it's too in the end. Absolutely, absolutely, Off. absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, roll me a strength attack and uh, roll, roll strength add modifiers. We'll get acrobatic. We'll say, say acrobatic. You can add to this to see how far you eat it. Acrobatics is dex. Well, I mean, you said it, I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, um, yeah, I said it now. Do it now. Yeah, Matt, right, so remind me what I'm rolling again. Um, roll a strength, but you can activate on top. Okay, okay that's a 31 then. So it's 19 plus 1 plus 11. Lovely. Um, Chad, you have to help me out here. Um, but you, 
You know when you've seen like Pat McAfee with one of the best punts of all time in the NFL? That's what you see from Nova right now. It clears Barnum. It brushes past Sonia. It leaves <laughs> the tavern. Goes straight through the cube. Doesn't hit anything away through. And literally just sitting going over the, the trees and is gone. There was a squelch and a crack as you connected, but it's gone. It's dead. It has ceased to be. Oh no. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, um, it's up to you if you want to, if you want to do anything in general, or if you wanted to just like stand ready with your your amazing fluffy boy. Um, how high up's the chandelier? You could you could reach it um, in one leap, easy. I was thinking more like throwing my rope up there. Oh, throwing um, um, ten feet maybe. Oh fuck it, I'll take it. Ten feet. Mm. I'll loop my rope over it. Okay, lovely. Uh, quick sleight of hand. Quick sleight of hand. Uh, yeah, but you, you, you do it with ease and you do it and you get it and it's exactly how you wanted it set up. So, uh, yeah, it is now under your spell, as it were. Cool. I'll just get ready to use it to on my way around the room if need be. You have your movement if you wish to use it, so you can use it as your reaction if you at some point. I'm being generous tonight. Uh, okay, uh, Barnum. I mean, are there any of these fuckers that look more powerful than the others? Uh, you can see there are. There are. Mostly the ones that are in the cube, I've got to admit at this point, because of where they are. Uh, there are some which are larger and. They are very similar to looking to the one that exploded earlier on its with the others. But they all seem to be in the cube at the moment. But you I mean, how much do you know about magic? I mean in canon his sister is an adept sorceress. So you are aware that eventually a spell will drop. So Yes. Yeah, so you know that spell ain't gonna last them forever. So Basically, tr I'm trying to look for the Night King here, really. I want to find the Pumpkin King. Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, the Pumpkin King does not appear to be here, no. Damn it. Fine, then I'll just continue stabby shooting. Okay. You've got... There is, there is two left inside the tavern. The others are all making their way into the cube outside. So, all the cube the cube. I think that's a good tile as well. There's two in there, so up to you if you wish to go for those two, or if you wish to annoy Chad and break the spell. No. His sister has definitely kicked his ass for breaking his, breaking her spell's concentrations of shit before. He's not going to fuck with that. Uh, to metagame it, it's each individual creature who is affected individually. So as long as I keep the cube up, it's every creature who has to be. So each one 
could be taken out. If you can take it out in one hit, then it doesn't matter. How big is this cube? 30 feet. 30 feet cubed, yeah. So 30 feet by 30 feet by 30 feet, yeah. Uh, is, it, is it every time a creature enters it? So, and you've, they've got roll save, or you've got to roll something, is it? Yeah, anytime a creature enters the uh, cube, they have to make a wisdom saving throw of DC 17. Okay, well, we're doing that in a moment then. So, Barnum, what are you doing? Uh, I'll come to deal with the people in the sphere in a minute. Okay. But, but I'm just going to take the two that are in here and. I don't know, I guess I'm going to stab one of them in the head and then slam the other one's head into the, the spike coming out of their friend's head. I'm here for it! I'm here for it! Make it happen! My Angie boy. And not in the, oh, I'm sad of my Angie boy. This is just... He beats people up for a living. <laughs> Wait. Meg. Uh, da, 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 da. That's a 21 to hit. Yes. To smash his friend onto his friend, I guess it's a strength. Yeah, do the first one first and we'll go from there. Well, I've already hit the other one. That's fine. Yeah, you've hit that one. Now, you, 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 to remove his head, you get to roll, get do damage. No, I'm not removing his head. I've literally stuck the rapier through his head because he's a pumpkin. Right. With you. Sorry. With you now. And then I'm... It's like smashing, it's like shooting someone with an arrow and then impaling someone on that arrow. Oh, kebabbing them, right. Yes, okay. I am kebabbing them. Okay, I'm, I'm fully on board with this plan now, the chef, yes. So, I mean, we could do, if, uh, they're cap if they're capable of it, we could do an opposed athletics check to not get kebobbed. They are, but it's a, it'd be opposed strength, maybe, for the second one. Can I use athletics? Yes, he said, he said nervously. I rolled a dirty 20, so... That's fine, because I rolled a 14 plus 12. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. My dice turned up and it still wasn't enough. Your dice turned up and I went, no! I will have a kebab. Yeah, so, so now we've done that, roll the damage for it. And you can... Uh, it's piercing damage, obviously, so... Yes. And I get sneak attack. Because you're being audacious. Because you're being audacious. Because I'm audaciously... Uh, this is the thing. Quack, quack. It wasn't a crit, so I'm not adding yet. Uh, 21. Um, yeah. Uh, in both cases, the, the blade slides through one, and you see, like, what looks like a mixture of gourd and blood come out the other side, and then goes into the other one, so this is not sanitary. Um, that's at least your problem at this point, though. No. I just kind of I get, like, the handle of one of my rapiers, slab it through this thing's eye socket, get the other one, and just face plant it into it. And, and then they both fall off. Pumpkins are way softer than, than uh, the people feel they are, as well. Way softer than the normal skulls of people I play with. Normal sentences to be normal. 
Hey, you said bring anyone. I brought Barnum. You don't know what Barnum gets up to. This is very true. This is very true. I would medicate them. Right. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Right. Okay. Um. Sonia, your hour has passed, boys. Your con drop has, has been removed at this point. Okay. Are you um. You are hovering outside. Uh, you are inside that cube, so you're you're experiencing what can only be described as a rave going on inside it, and it literally is like boom, 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 boom. Never dance like that again. I'm begging you. Even I'm like that guy. Right. <laughs> yes, but this is also the very beautiful fairy not doing it. This is this is the very beautiful fairy doing it, not Alex doing it. Honey, don't picture an it. Alex doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, so in any case, what what do, what do, because there are still some, you can actually see past the cube where other zombie pumpkins are trying to get into the cube, but they can see you as well. The, the problem is, I don't have a lot in the way of AoE, so I can only really attack a single target at a time. As a cleric, uh, what have I actually got can make me deal with them? I mean, I have polymorph, but that's also a horde, so there's a lot of damage there. Hmm. Is there any big ones in this approach in herd? Absolutely, yeah. They're the ones that we'd like they could explode at any moment. Okay. Keep into the sky. I want to get within 60 feet of one of the bigger ones. Oh, you you the obvious you can see one of them, yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure I'm out of the um, rave, that's all. Yeah, so, yeah. Being, being about 50 foot up, I am going to cast, at 5th level, I'm going to cast Dominate Person on one of the um, bigger ones. Hmm. Or attempt to. Dominate person, I believe that requires it to be... Um... Human? Or something similar to that, is it? Uh, you attempt to... Beguile, beguile, beguile a humanoid that you can see within range. It must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed for the duration. Well, it does say humanoid for, for this creature, so yes, go for it. So it has to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, it's minus one wisdom. 13. 13. Okay, so let's see. While, while the target is charmed, you have a telepathic link. While the target is charmed, you have a telepathic link with it. As long as the two of you are on the same plane of existence, you can use your telepathic link to issue commands while you are conscious. No action required. Which it has to do its best to obey. You can respond with simple and ger generic commands like attack and run and stuff. And if it doesn't receive further direction from you, it defends and preserves itself to the best of its ability. You can use your action to take total control 
and precise control of the target until the end of your next turn. Okay, so while I'm in its head, uh, is there any big guys next to it? Um, there's um, a few, yes. Um, I say to him, Hi, um, this is your brain here. Um, you see that big guy to your left? He is so not your friend. So he wants to hurt you. So can you do me a favor and hurt him, please? And right. I'm going to use the um, command the attack action. So he has to make an attack against the closest big boy to him. Okay. Oh, this is the spell's fun. Right. So you take control of a large guy to attack another large guy, yeah? Yes. Let's see. Okay. Okay, so I'm rolling against rolling one against another, okay. Oh sure now you dice turn up now. Okay, it's a hit. What you want to do to it attack wise? It, you can have it do vine flash, or you can have it do seed bit, or you can have it do plump. Whatever is most brutal, I guess. Alright, plump it is. Um, I told him to attack him, so. Feels, feels Whatever he thinks is most suitable to the best of his ability. Feels right for me to make you do this, Alex. Um, please, can you roll me, um, on behalf of this creature, a constitution saving throw? That creature rolled, uh, I'll take a picture of it just for proof, but that creature rolled a five on the dice. Okay, plotting two, so that's seven. It fails, so all creatures within, within ten feet must make a must make a saving throw. Oh, oh god. Right. Because of that, then... Alex, you've just detonated everyone that is not inside the cube. They explode in a collection of vines and, well, pumpkin guts everywhere, which is gross, to say the least. Um, yeah. So you were... Uh, the only ones that are left are the uh, other 20 that are inside the cube now. As Sonya blows up all of these, she um, sort of dances in excitement. It'd be like, oh, the three would be so proud of me. I've got to tell her about this. Question, did the uh, did you have to uh, roll concentration for the illusion or not? Uh, what, for a mirror image? Yeah. Uh, mirror image is not concentration. That's right. Nor a spiritual weapon. Okay, lovely. Okay. I'll leave the spiritual weapon where it is. Okay, well, the mob is now down inside the queue. So, 
Blitz. In third is their turn if they wish to do anything. The there is uh, twenty of those creatures stuck inside the big rave cube outside. Apart from that, everything is taken care of for the moment, it seems. But the spell will wear off in eight combat rounds time, which is um, when that will be able to get back up again. So it's up to you if you wish to use this time to uh, reposition yourselves for what you wish to do. Up to you entirely. It, it's, it's, it's nothing for Blitz and Nero to do. Um, to be fair, uh, nothing for anyone to do unless they wish to attack the creatures that are inside the cube now. The top of the order, technically, it's your turn to follow me, but if you wish to move things around, I'm going to give you guys a bit of leeway if you wish to, if you have a plan to do before your spell drops. Uh, I think Bartholomew from behind his table would look back towards Moira too and go. Um, ma'am, once again, um, I know that you have you said not much about this situation, but has something like this ever occurred before? No! Nothing in your storybook about something of this nature? The tale of a lantern is just a tale. I don't care what you think it is, ma'am. Right now I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. So, is there anything in that little book you have that might help us out in this situation? Once they're dead, they don't come back. Wonderful. Uh, with that, still holding concentration, I'll look towards uh, Barham. Well, I have less than a minute of this still working, so I don't know if you still have that bead, but it might be a wise decision. Barnum's already walking towards the door like, way ahead of you, old man. Overarm cricket throw. Okay. Go, okay, I'm gonna say uh it's like a hand. I can do that. <laughs> Happy rogue noises. Give me a dex, but even even that's fine for a rogue. Happy rogue noises. Uh sight of hand makes that a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty, okay, it lands slap bang in the middle. It's only a 20-foot cube, and this is a 30-foot thing. Okay. But if we get any, up to we, up to your discretion, DM, if any of the big ones are within that 20-foot, mm. because they will explode. Oh. And this is a fourth-level fireball as well, to remember, so it is 9d6 fire damage okay. instead of the 8. Okay, well, there's, there's 20 in the queue. I'm going to say, I'm going to roll a... The roll a d20 and find out how many of my big guys then. Okay, six of them. Okay, so six of them are going to detonate, which would take out the others if for that. So roll the damage, that's 90. Dex save. Oh, dex save, dex save, dex save. Yeah, okay. His DC was a 17 or an 18? Because it will be using Bartholomew's magic. Okay, yeah, cool. Okay. So deck save. Uh seventeen. Yeah. The one plus one. So. Wow. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so DC seventeen. Uh obviously doesn't beat that. 
So 96 doubled. <laughs> 78. 78. Because it's 39 doubled. Okay. It starts to smell good at first, and then it just starts to smell like a mixture of pork and a mixture of uh, a pumpkin burning, basically. As um, you are, you've cooked the vines, you've cooked the pumpkin, and you've cooked the body that was inside it uh, 20 times over, and you see six explosions inside taking out the others. All of them are in, that were inside that cube are dead. You guys are now out of combat. The siege be over. The lady. Whatever your name fucking was. Wira 2.0. NPC. Speaking of NPCs, a few of the people behind you um, start to move out from the corners and start and, and start to uh, push some of the dead bodies out of, of the tavern. Where's the lady with the storybook? Uh, She's who I am addressing. Myra says, yes. Bun. Can I see that storybook, please? Um, she, uh, she handed it to you. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna flick through. I am looking a little bit because just to see if there's anything written that refers to other stories or whether, you know, like how referencing, but fairy tales yeah what sort of languages you can read by the way because it looks like hieroglyphics uh, barnum speaks common thieves can elvish and orc yeah it, it isn't one of those but uh, my was happy to translate for you what language is this in um i, I believe i believe some people call it celestial oi fairy do you speak celestial um, yes, I do. Can you see if there's anything referring to like a pumpkin king or a leader or something in here? Uh, do you? Do, it's a bit big. Do you mind booking up through the pages? Thank you. As, 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 as you flick through the pages, Sonia, um, you start to read some of the bits of the tale of the lanterns. Um, and as you're doing that, there is a sound of a few people like got whispering around in the tavern, asking about whose lanterns were not out at midnight. Um, some of the children actually are, um, are actually actually running around your legs, saying, um, "But they took the lanterns from the front of the tavern." Yes, I saw that. Shit. As that happens, a bit of silence comes from around the tavern, and that it actually stops your reading, Sonia, because you should get to the part at this moment as the, as the silence goes quiet. <clears throat> the truth of the situation has become clear at uh, the tale of the tale of um, <clears throat> the town of Hallow's End is real. The one that was being read to you by uh, 
beforehand. <clears throat> you need the uh, the lantern to ward off the evil spirits. If lanterns aren't there, evil spirits will come through the astral plane, much like you guys did. This still doesn't explain how we get out of here. No one's called me an evil spirit in years. <laughs> I mean, I have duties to get back to, so we kind of need to find a way out of here. Well, what time is it? Um, getting close to midnight. Well, where are the remaining lanterns in this town? Um, there are, uh, um, there should be on the, uh, on the house fronts. And I guess we just hold till midnight and make sure everyone extinguishes their lanterns. You, uh, according to legend, and she's saying this as when to get to this part of it, um, Still holding the book above yeah. my head as a fairy hovers and reads it. You um maybe <laughs> there is a way of maybe going to the graveyard. Maybe that's where the bodies all came from. There may be a person responsible for it there. So you want us to go desecrate the corpses of your ancestors? Because you lot couldn't be bothered to make sure no one took the lanterns. It was an old wives' tale we thought. We didn't think it was actually real. All legends have some grain of truth to them. Whilst you're having this conversation, Bartholomew and Nova, what are you guys doing? Are you guys, like, looking out of a tablet at all or are you are you just like hovering around inside bartholomew would definitely be inspecting all the corpses of these bodies in absolute astonishment and a bit of wonder he's just digging through this plant mass and hey wow it seems that these were once actual people reincarnated with pumpkins on their heads this is so interesting this is like the tales I read as a child. But he's just consuming himself with digging through these pile of corpses and such. Okay. But you, Nova. It's an excellent question. I actually don't know at this moment. Okay. Um. Let me perception check quickly. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, whilst um, some of the villagers are throwing the bodies out of the tavern, you do you can see like part of the sky, and it seems to be like those orangey purple clouds sort of start to focus on the graveyard area. Wow. 
I will point the sight to everyone else. Like, look, cloud. They're basically pointing us in the right direction at this point. The, uh... Myra, Myra pipes up saying, they, they're over the graveyard. But that's been decked out. It's just got like, like a, a little maze for the kids to go through. For the Wayward Souls trip. Well, those kids are dead. Oh. Yeah, some, some of them probably ate them. It's, it's a fairly common thing. I'll point out, the kids have now un, at, at, your, at your feet are now absolutely white as a sheet. And I say, I look down and say to them, now this is really important. This is why you don't go out at night, because flesh-eating monsters live outside. Rolled intimidation. It's so calm. Not, this is, this isn't just... like her trying to intimidate. This is just, just a snickering. This Do is you... like a genuine happy fairy trying to give good advice to these children. You are rolling this... intimidation, Alex. You are saying this to two, to three terrified urchins. <laughs> That's true, 20. So, 23. Oh. The children are dead. The smell of urine arises from the floor. You've made them wet themselves with fear. I... Thanks for that. I hope that's not dish in here as well. You you know what? Never mind. I guess we're going in that direction then. As this happens, Bartholomew pulls a skull out. Why, this one looks to be about the size of a child. Do you think this looks like <laughs> one of your children who went away? <laughs> Thank you, Cooper, for that effect. Oh god! Oh god! Oh! You've lost inspiration! Arnold <laughs> will hand the intact skull he got off one of them from earlier to Bartholomew and just be like, There you go, for your studies, old man. Oh! Why, thank you, Barnum! Kind of incinerated all the other ones, so. At this point, Myra turns, 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 and says, "It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a simple maze, which can be traversed quickly. So it's for children, after all. Um, yeah, if you, it's, it's simple to get through. It's not a problem. Um, yeah, she turns around to try and comfort children that you've never been terrified." <laughs> Bartholomew will hand the children's skull to one of the kids. Here go! A souvenir! To remember, be safe! Things are crazy out there, apparently. Kudos! Mara flashes you a look to say, Please, go. Deal with what this is, please. Not emotionally scarring your children costs money, and we're doing this for free. We'll give you money. We'll give you okay, money. Okay, I'm suddenly interested. Let's go. <laughs> no. Would um, Barham allow me to sit on their shoulder? Say, <laughs> say we have a deploy everywhere. I'll allow it. Thank you. It gets absolutely tiring flying all the time. It's a good workout, but. It's exhausting. No, I can imagine. You must have mad upper body strength, though. Hmm. It, it's mostly telekinetic, but I don't seem to have that with me here. 
take what you can get. I don't have much connection with nature here, so. No, this whole this whole place is just a weird vibe. Yeah, so I'll stick to stabbing it. Nova, Blitz, do you want to come? Check out the spooky graveyard. Now, I have the feeling I don't get to go home if I don't, so... I mean... Start up, start up a circus here. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah, it's not really the right atmosphere for it, is it? Most of the people, no disrespect. Some disrespect. <laughs> Stares at the crying children covered in piss. <laughs> Mainly disrespect. Adios, fat flips out the room. Barnum <laughs> <laughs> follows with a fairy on his shoulders. And Bartholomew's like, here, have a skull, child! This is exactly how I want it to go, just pure chaos the whole way through. Wonderful. Oh, I'm I feel sorry for me. those children. <laughs> what? What was Tom Cavesley? Just said uh, I took my rip with me. Absolutely brilliant. Um, right, so you guys are somewhat reluctantly happy now gold has been offered. Um, in some cases, this physical me has not been ruined, so it's fine. Um, not, so, yet. not yet, anyway. Give, give it time. Of course, we can always turn up at some point. Um, so, yeah, if you guys are heading towards the graveyard, it's literally the direction they're coming from. So, it's, it's not hard to find the trail of bodies to find the way to the, the graveyard, which has been set up as a maze. It looks, it is around eight foot high. Thick box hedgerows have been set up for it. Is there a um? Do you want to go for us, Caitlin? Show your hand up for me. No, you you would start speaking. Um, when you say when you say hi, Hedge, is there a is there like a roof above us, or is there no roof? No roof. No, I can see we're going with this. Yes. Because I mean, I fly, so I could technically guide. Yes, you could. Yes. I'd like to point out as well, this is a simple maze, as Mira said, so... I will fly up and get a look at the maze. Okay, go ahead. Because you're doing it, I will send you, Alex, and you alone, a picture of the maze. So as I um, fly up off the shoulder, it's like, oh wow, the woman wasn't lying. No wonder these people live such simple lives. So no wonder the kids were able to cause all this mayhem. Right, so we are going to go down here, take the first lift. Then we are going to follow that, take the first right, follow that, and I'll just start flying around. I look at my lit torch. And I'm oh like, God, no. And then I look, I look at Nova and I'm like, we could do that. Oh, could do that. I mean, technically, someone would have to slap her or something first. But as an as Modius Bloodline Tiefling, I have Hellish Rebuke as a reaction. <laughs> oh, no. no, 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 no! I, I look at Nova and I'm like, I can make that happen. I kind of cram my like half myself into the first hedge and then like slap Nova on the hand. I use, I use <laughs> on the fucking 
Be on fire! <laughs> I will burn down the headspace! Oh, it happens! Technically, because I have to use that as a reaction, does being slapped on the hand count as something? Because you've got to react to that. Um, I mean, it's a brutish half-orc who's just like shish kebabbed a lot of people with his fists, slapping you. Bold to hit. You can have you can have it at advantage. So I'm just stood there letting this happen. They were letting it happen, yeah. What's wrong with cast over? Uh, only 15. Yeah, we're fine. The lowest supposed to be 16. Okay. Okay, so the Hedge Rebuke can happen. Yes. Okay, so. Not Hedge proficient in unarmed strikes, so that's one damage. You're one damage to Nova, and then. Oh, no. Nova, and then Nova, I get set on fire. <laughs> Nova. For the benefit of people who may, who may, who may be listening to this for the first time, what does Hedge Rebuke do, Kerry? Oh god, now you're asking. It's actually been a very long time since I used this. I think the last time I used this was when Virin was still a fiend warlock. Okay. It's... Hang on. Yeah. It's a reaction, and the exact description is you point your finger and the creature that damaged you is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames, but fuck it, I'm aiming over his shoulder. And, you know, then there's either a deck save or fire, but a hedge can't really make a deck save. I'm not entirely sure I can... I mean, if it, if it passed the save, is it a hedge anymore? Unless a hedge goes, ew, in a strong wind or something. Don't think I can do that, best of will in the world. So okay. basically, the half goes no. So the tiefling, and tiefling goes, aim <laughs> for a finger. Okay. Um. Roll me a nature check, please, Nova. Oh no, that's what I'm not very good at. <coughs> that's a crit twenty plus three. You can tell this is very, very dry. It goes up like a tinder box. How much damage is under Barnum? Not very much. How Thank much does know. it do on the thing? It's a deck save for a start, so yeah. If the Barnum can do can dodge out the way, it will still it will still land in the in the in the bushes because can't we make the bush do a do a deck save? So does Nova do the full gesture? Uh, she aims it away from um, Barnum, but yeah. Because if we discuss this plan and it's a thing I can see, then then I get uncanny dodge. There you so go. Then half this damage anyway. Okay, cool. We'll do that. Uh, thirteen plus seven, so half together. Um, shit, it's really ten. No, Nova, calm down. <laughs> now your dice turn up. It's only 11 after all that. Yeah. That's, um, I've halved it. It was 22 on the dice, so. So I half it again? Yeah. Yeah. 
So that will right. be five. Oh no. I thought Uncanny Dodge was only for attack rolls, though. Yeah. Uncanny Dodge as as a reaction, I have the damage of an attack. Or I also have evasion. Ah. I have both. Evasion, fine. Uncanny Dodge, that reminded me at length during Autoria. <laughs> Well, to be fair, if you didn't abuse it, you wouldn't have been reminded. That's that's yeah. In this case, it was just because we discussed it. I would have allowed it probably anyway. Yeah, yeah I would have allowed it anyway. So it's all good. No, it's all good. Yeah. So, so yeah, Barn gets like a, a a small like 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 a few like burn marks. I get on. like a light burn, and then yeah. I immediately cast cure wounds on myself. Yeah. But I get toasty butt cheeks. I get toasty. I am lovely and toasty, and. I also have one short sleeve and one long sleeve from when one of them was on fire. And behind you, the, the, the entire maid is on fire. I'm backlit by flames. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do not look at explosions. Sonny's had Never to- turn the Elmo gif. <laughs> Sonny's had to take higher flights at this point. Well, this yeah, is you... a kerfuffle, truly. Yeah, if you want to, you can just walk across the pipe, across the ground, to where to where the end of a graveyard is. I sure hope there were no children in that hedge race. Oh, I'm sure that would be fine. Well, that is something we will all have to concern ourselves with later. <coughs> Let us just finish this quest, though, so we can get on out of this hellish dimension. Is he still right. chipper? Hey. I, I will fly to the graveyard. Okay, so if you got as you guys reach the graveyard, it looks normal. If the graveyard can look normal, um, a few paper, a few paper ghosts around, some lit jack-o'-lantern decorating the area. Um, what's less normal is the enormous swirling vortex of mist and cloud that comes to a point in the center of the graveyard. And as you watch, a being starts to materialize amongst the orange and purple fog. This the being is not just the form of one of these pumpkin monsters you've seen already. He's wearing a ragged suit, and atop his head is a top hat. Ah, oh, it's Jack Skellington. A booming voice echoes in the graveyard, with the eyes glowing bright with every word. So it's getting really bright at one point. Good evening. No. My name is Jake. Miss Wallace? Jake. Jake. Good evening, you have a Jacob. relative named Josh. Ooh, Jake. I was a necromancer in Hallow's End once. I performed a ritual to grant myself eternal life. Guiding bolt. I get it. Lamal. Again, I want to hear his monologue. Aww. Never turns to bone him. Is this normal? Do, like, villain people just give you their life story? Like, hi, I'm here to murder you. Here's my life story. Pretty much. Even so do we... to So do we kill him yet, or...? I know he's talking, but... Would it be rude to just attack him now? I thought you just I mean... blasted his face off. He blasts his face off as, as a ball, No, sorry. Okay. He needs to go get some hearing aids or something. 
<clears throat> Jake, can we can we go back to our dimension and you can carry on ravaging these people with your pumpkin army? It'd be fine for you to kill them if you let us go home. I've been dead for a long time. This is my hundredth visit here, maybe more. I just can't usually get through. The veil between the mid-tier and astral planes is... Hang on, Hundredth visit here. Do you think maybe you need to let it go at this point? <laughs> my soul is bound here. Can oh, we that's unbind unfortunate. you? On this night, each year, I can pass through it, but only in this accursed state. I can bring others with me for a time. So you brought us here because you're at, an asshole. At this point, he, he indicates to you and also to a few more of his pumpkin monsters, which are arising from the smoke. Lantern-like and the faith of the mortals keep me out of the village. We only wish to return, and if we can't, then we'll have to bring you all with us. I tried asking them nicely. Tried not butchering them? I only wish. I am bound to this plane. I just wished. We wished. I wish to be. Ruler of this place or not territory. Cool. Which of those is easier for us to help you with? Such that we can then go home. It's like, yeah, I've I've got I've got to be at work in a few hours, so you know. I've got another town to raid in a few days, and the last one took fucking forever. There's an expression right. in the circus called the show must go on, so you know. That. <laughs> yeah, my boss is gonna be pissed if I don't get back. I would love just to learn about you. If you've been gone for so long, you must have such tales of what it was like when you were around. You can keep him. <laughs> yeah, just send the three of us. <laughs> you can have him. Uh, Barnum, persuasion check? <laughs> can I give Barnum bardic inspiration? <laughs> yes! And you can also have guidance on that, so <laughs> an extra d4 as well. I take out my kazoo and go, dude. <laughs> And a sprinkle of fairy dust. Amusingly, as a swashbuckler, I do have decent charisma. Oh, well, now you have extra decent charisma. Um, that is a 22 in total. Um, he, he looks at Bartholomew and then he looks at you three and he's like, You would sacrifice your comrade for yourself i mean yes but also he's wanting he wants to learn from you i'm not saying i'm like ripping out his spine on a fucking altar oh he won't be he won't be examining he'll become one of them with the pumpkins you want to become yeah. a pumpkin oh no they'll try and make me a pumpkin and i'll just stay the same as i am i've been this way for thousands of years and Many different creatures have tried to change me into something else. I always just end up the same and in some different dimension, so I would love to see what he's going to try. It's just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I wasn't expecting this, I'll be honest. Of all the things you could have done, I didn't think you'd offer one of your team as a sacrifice? <laughs> Even for D&J, that's a new one. <laughs> 
Look, he's had a he's had a good innings, <laughs> and he's seemingly you unkillable. Like an hour ago. Yeah, that too. You guys are brutal. I've known him for the span of a day, and for most of that, he chased me around with a sock puppet. <laughs> How are you talking about Rick over here? Ah! <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, if you want to decide what you want to do, you can fight him if you wish to. He's more than happy to. I want to tell him to go away. <laughs> yeah, piss off. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Get a spray a bottle full of like herbicide. <laughs> like no. Next tambourine threatening. Like my tambourine playing. <laughs> I gesture at the smouldering remains of both the pile of like 26 odd fucking like the remains of 90 odd pumpkin men and the smouldering hedge maze and be like do you really want to go mate or can we can you just send us home and you can conquer the sniveling townsfolk who now have no protectors at all I, I can't send you home then okay. Who can? Where do we go from here? When you wake, I don't know how you, you. I guess it's when you wake up. Having been here a hundred times, you don't seem to know a lot. Oh, I don't. I didn't. I didn't bring you here. You came here. No, it was like full on hands on hips at this point. <laughs> oh, I love it. She's so badass. So if I run myself into a tree and fall unconscious, will I then wake up in my home dimension? I don't know. I eye the nearest tree. <laughs> Meta speaking, don't. Don't. <laughs> okay, like, who in their home dimension or whatever has some sort of magical demon specialist person who can help this poor thing? Because I mean, I, I do, mean, but I've also got to be at work in like an hour. It's, I mean, they probably exist. They probably exist in Helgevik, but, you know, I, I don't run with that crowd. The soul eaters in my world, though they—they're kind of dicks. You wanna go with that one to the soul eaters? Oh, I'll tell might no. He's a demon of knowledge. Stories has it that he blew up a whole world because he didn't because someone insulted his hat. This sounds like a real peach. Look. I've just got another message from Alfie. He's. I was telling him about. I was telling him about the um, zombie, Kaboomal. Look, Jake, was it? Yes, Jake. Hollow yeah. Jake. Yeah. Sorry, I'm terrible with names. I will speak to someone. Move on to my next series and think. Who was I talking to again? Yes. Um. Yeah, look, this. This can end well for you. We've absolutely decimated what you had out there in about 30 seconds flat so trying to take us on is a bad idea we're all very powerful people and we've got places to be we just want to go home. we don't really care in the long run what you do with this place so could you just let us leave please i can't let you leave why I don't have a say in that. Well, so who does? I don't know. 
What's Binance? Storybook. Pardon? You still, I still have the storybook. It was on my head. Okay, if you wish to look in the book. Dig in my knapsack. Like sword, sword, other sword. Bloody sword. <laughs> Trophies from my victims. Child's Damages. head. Six Child. fingers. <laughs> Ziploc bag full of teeth. Oh, there are my grapes. Ah, yes, the storybook. Okay. Is there anything in here that could help you con conquer this dimension? Do we just sit with you till dawn talking about why your plans have been terrible and how to improve, or...? Uh, I don't know what's in that book. I didn't write it. Kind of... I lay it on the floor for... I, like, sweep off a grave or something so it's clean enough and put it down for Sonya to flick through. Okay. Sonya, do me investigation quickly. I will cast Enhance Ability on myself before I start reading. So I will burn off that slot so I get an advantage on... In, I get advantage on a skill of my choice, I believe. I will not just quickly double check. Uh, where the fuck is it? It's third level. Second level. Uh, Fox is cunning. Okay, so I have advantage on intelligence checks. Okay. Which is need which was definitely needed. Uh, investigation, you said. Yes. Um, on an 18 plus 3 on the high roll. So 21. Right. <coughs> Looking through the book, getting towards the end, more or less, there is a little piece about... There's a bit about what Jake is... What, I mean, dying and all this stuff, and used to be a big necromancer, as he's already mentioned. But there is something in there that you can banish him if you want to. You can also um, sever his connection to this plane. But for that, it would need... And you examine this theory carefully, and you've got 20 plus on it, yeah? Um, a, a, a necromancer, a paladin, or a cleric could perform this ritual. A cleric. Yes, we are. Sorry, but in order for to do that, um, to dispel him, you need to convince him to want to leave. Which can be done with... We're doing pretty well. Which could be done with deception, if need be. I... Yeah, so basically... It doesn't need to... We don't need to tell him the truth. Right, is there a and way I have to help the fairy? That was a lot of information, so I just um, carry the book over, make sure he's out of your point, gather the three of them round plus the lion. I loom. And I'll um, <laughs> quietly read through what you said about banishment and a cleric needing to do stuff. Because I'm a cleric, and I do have banishment prepared. <laughs> From my understanding of that, it's we can banish him, we can sever his connection. He said he either wants to rule this world or just not be here. We could ask him what he wants. 
by George, we could just send him on his way. And then, maybe with that, whoever that witch is who brought us here, because I'm starting to think that maybe she is the linchpin in this situation, with her snappy little dialogue and her book. But that's unnecessary to talk about right now. I say we just send this man back on his way and let him go do whatever he wants in a different plane. Okay. You know, if severing the link doesn't work, then I'm very happy to have a personal conversation with old witch lady to make her talk. I will, I will say in um, Barnum's ear, are we using deception or are we persuading him? Well, let's go with the truth for now, because he seemed to want to not be here. Okay. Get it. So, um, Jake, according to this book, which is the witch's book, who lives in town, who's a very nasty person, um, she's a delight. Okay, yeah. Um, she, according to her book, a cleric has the potential to send you back to where you wish to be. And I do have training as a cleric. So, it is a ritual I can perform. Right. It's pretty painless, as well. I've been I'm, I'm, I'm good at what I do. Right. Okay. You... You... Do you have everything you need to do that now? What do I need, Willis? Um, it, uh, it would be a basic um, banishment. Yeah. I have it. I have the spell. For banish. I have the spell banishment prepared. Okay. Do you have a components for it? If you've got the spell prepared, you'd have prepared the components as you'd well. You'd thought so, yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I'd say this character would have the components prepared. I mean, all our spells, take... but we all have some semblance of magic, so even if you didn't, we have enough components between us. Okay. If you can do this, then fine. But if it doesn't work, I will rip you limb from limb. <laughs> you try, honey. Okay. Right. I need you to sit down and close your eyes so I can put my full concentration into this. Right, first things first. Because he's willing to do this, um, please do me a religion check. Religion. I'm not proficient in religion, but I, I do have the cunning thing, so I get advantage. 18 again on the dice. It would have been in four otherwise. You so, may, 21. You may now, if you wish to try, to cast Banishment. Okay, so he has to make a Charisma saving throw. The DC is 17. If he is an unwilling creature. If he's a willing creature, then he just goes poosh, banished. He is willing. I'm glad you said... Poosh. 
I'm glad you gave me that thing because he rolled a natural 20. <laughs> but he was yes. winning. So he, uh, he does um, fade. And as he does so, he says, there's a, 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 um, a sound of, thank you. I should. I should just add because he, because he's not native to this plane. This isn't. He will return to his original plane of existence uh -huh. and stay there because it's his original. If he was native to this plane, he would return after one minute. Indeed, the um the pumpkin monsters that were walking towards you, um, crumble to dust in front of you. Multi pumpkin. The plume of smoke that was there returns to the sky and the clouds begin to dissipate, leaving a starry night sky. I vote we all get drunk and then when we wake up we'll hopefully be in our own dimensions. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. But first, just because it's required of me to do for the traveller when I visit places, I've got to mark something. So... Should it be sunk in the graveyard, or should I just mark this book? Please do not desecrate the corpses of this already desecrated graveyard. I'll do the book then. We just got rid of one, like, demon clinging to this place. Let's not add another one. Because it'll be um, our problem somehow. I'm going to, like, four pages forward of where this um, ritual was about, and then just with my ink pen draw a penis on the book page. <laughs> Right, okay, so are you guys heading back to the tavern? Yes, I quite enjoy your idea, Bonham. Let's uh, go get how they say wiggity wiggity wasted. Please never use youth speak again. No, that's youth speak in this place? Where I am from, that's spread by, spread by an old, old man who's the only one I've ever heard say it. Look at the lion. I'm like, if you eat me, Blitz, do you think I'd wake up faster? Yawns at you. Fair. I respect that. As you guys make it back to the tavern, um, they see you coming back relatively unscathed, to be really honest. Uh, a cheer does go up uh, from the people who are in the tavern. Quite happy to see that you're back safe and sound. Uh, Myra says to you guys, I have just realized why you called a Moyo 2.0, by the way. She was the name. She says that all of you are honorary guests of Hallow's End. And uh, hand 300 gold to each of you. Not that all of you necessarily want <laughs> it. I hand it to Barham, like, I can't use this from where I come from, so. I will also hand mine to Barham. Barham, we use a different currency where I'm from. I haven't paid for anything in thousands of years, so I have no use for these trinkets. <laughs> Here you go! Confused Barham noises. <laughs> hey, it's been a very profitable day for him. It has, but also, how the fuck is he going to explain this to his sister when he wakes up? 
with the threat now banished, the fair resumes, and the feathered atmosphere returns. The um the drinks begin be being poured quite liberally for you guys, especially since you did save the day. Um, with Hollow Drake gone, the villagers of Hallow's End uh, can rest soundly. It would seem. Um, as you get drunker and drunker throughout the evening, um, if you are drinking, that is, or just because of pure exhaustion, you all do begin to just doze off and wake up back in your own dimensions. Refreshed, but with everything you picked up in your inventory still. So that could be interesting if you, when these characters are played again, if they are. For Vare, I did, I, I got this money legit, I swear. Yeah. You just carry your first rolls. No, it's okay. It's okay. So, where, where do you all wake up for that, for that massive event? Start with Alex. Okay. Because I can't spoil it because I don't can't explain it. I'll, I'll explain the bedroom. Um, Sonia wakes up in a bedroom that's like beautiful marble and stone mixture, easily the size of easily the size of a courtyard, probably like a hundred foot squared. With a massive hangover. Okay, that was that was real. Oh fuck, it's time for work. Better get back to work. She will crawl out of bed and tidy herself up and get ready for another day's work. Where did Bartholomew wake up? Bartholomew wakes up and looking around, he finds himself in an alley and kind of looking about. Oh, I don't. I don't recognize this one. And as he walks out of the alley, he stands on a cobbled street and he looks at a storefront with a giant queue above it and goes, Oh, maybe someone in here can help me out. And we'll enter into the storefront. We're a massive hangover. Um, <clears throat> Barnum, where do you wake up? Barnum wakes up in a camp of some group of marauders. His sister going, what the fuck? Why do you suddenly have a pile of gold and, you know, children's tears? Next to you, you weirdo. With the background kind of mildly disturbed by the sound of someone choking being dragged behind the cart. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, God. And the, way, the way they were clapping there is slightly disturbing. Kerry, when does Nova and Blitz wake up? You mean I was, I was lucky enough to know what the reference was before we started. Oh, I see. Right, okay. Okay. Nova wakes up because she's currently being poken awake by her twin sister. She's like, get up, wake up, we have things to do. And she wakes up in the city of Asatora. Where's Asatora, if you're listening to this? Well, you'll just have to find out in the future. Before half jumping, half falling out of her hammock, grabbing her costume, getting ready for the day. <coughs> so both of you guys have all woken up back where you came from. 
back in Hallow's End, the people there can rest only, but they do make sure to leave an extra lantern out every festival of Wayward Souls, just in case. And this concludes our adventure. I'll live the Pumpkin King. <laughs> I just can't wait till she finds the penis in her butt. She's <laughs> an archaeologist in future. Like, what is this mythical symbol? That's a wiener. That's a wang, darling. <laughs> That's a wang, darling. Look at, look at the detail on this shaft. Oh, wait, it's a penis. <laughs> Continue to look at the teeth. That's a wee wee. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wee wee. That's a long schlong. <laughs> Wait for one more before I tell Miracle. Her dick! Thank you to everybody for listening to this episode of, uh, of Dungeons and Junkies. Um, we're going to the table now and um, just give our social information and we'll start with chad hello i'm chad and today i played insert name here and i had a very wonderful time doing it i hope you enjoyed me playing insert name here if you would like to hear me on any other podcast check me out on visionaries global media and of course you want to follow me on twitter you can do so at chad's underscore mind or at BFTR2P0. Always a good time. Caitlin! What up, mortals? I'm Caitlin. Uh, I've. I've been here. <laughs> That's my. I run a separate TTRPG podcast featuring all of these wonderful lot called Dice and Suffering. It's where my DD campaign is. It's also where we play Blades in the Dark featuring. Bounds and hookers and lasagna. And no, none of that makes sense. Barely makes sense to me, and I, I listen to it. I also write articles about games and mental health on themindgame.org. Woo. End transmission. Kerry. Hello, I'm Kerry. And like everyone else here, I don't really have any big projects going on. I'm just the one they kind of can't get rid of. Anyway, I'm Shira Beans on Twitter, where I lurk a lot and post very little. But I also get to supervise the Dungeons and Junkies art Instagram, which is just Dungeon Junkies on Instagram. Goodbye. See you later. Alex. Yes, I am Alex, and I play insert name here as to copy Chaz's trend because that was a pretty cool trend. Uh, you can find me at Spiderbread UK on Twitter. You can find our main show at Game Junkies Pod, and you can find this ever-growing collection of Dungeons and Dragons content on Dungeons and Junkies. Indeed, you can find me at Matt at UK. Thank you again to everybody for listening. Thank you to everybody who's playing. And uh, we're out of here. This podcast is a Mass Attack production for Visionaries Global Media.